that time again episode, what is this, 14 of the Snobcast. I'm here once again with my much smarter and more intelligent co-host, Shay Smoltz. Say what's up, Shay. What's up? And I am more than thrilled to have with me, Dr. Dr. <laughs> That's weird. Gina <laughs> Delgado. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dr. Delgado, but you can just call me Gina. Or, or the doctor. Oh, the doctor. I mean, the doctor. I mean, that sounds great too. But I'm still trying to figure out how to embrace doctor first of all. Now, now <laughs> we're gonna. Gina? Yeah, Doctor G? G. I like Doctor G. I really Doctor G. Doctor G. Ooh. It's like Doctor Oz, except less crazy. It's or like, Doctor Dre. A do- I was going for Doctor Dre. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, you're pretty gangster, so yeah. that's fine. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> we're gonna take a trip back in time, guys, to the early 21st century, from the year 2000 to 2009. There was a seemingly smorgasbord of boiling hot water that was the independent film scene that was started back in the 90s by things such as Miramax and Lionsgate. Studios that were putting out amazing work and those studios started expanding. Lionsgate obviously started making more films. IFC started putting out stuff. Focus Features, Sony Picture Classics, Miramax, and of course Fox Searchlight all came out in the 2000s to put out independent cinema and put it on the map. And that's what myself and my lovely guests are going to talk about today. And let's start with ladies first. Our picks for today. Gina, since you are the guest, give us your first pick. All right. This is this is quintessential me. Hmm. I watch it probably once a month. It's Le Fabolo Destin de Amélie Poulain. Ooh. Or Amélie. 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 Great film, uh, Audrey Tautu, fantastic uh, yes. film. Was that two thousand and one? Is that when I was? Yeah, it was pretty early. I know that it was. Pro- it was. I believe it was released in 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 France before the two thousands, but it mm. made a splash here at about two thousand one or so. That's that's why it qualifies for our list today. Um, I love this movie. This is a, such a quirky, beautiful, manic pixie dream girl nightmare. It is. It is. I think that best describes it, right? We're ta- we follow the day to day life of an average French girl named Amelie. Uh-huh. Um, wow. She's like quirky, right? And you said you hadn't seen it before, right? I have not seen it. Okay, so so this movie kind of gives you an insight into how someone who has an overreact overreactive daydream mentality, mm-hmm. right? So she's she's very she seems very innocent. Uh-huh. And the way that she approaches life is she tries to help people out without them noticing, right? And so, for example, she finds a little box in an, like a brick in her in her behind a brick in her wall, mm-hmm. and it's a little box with like pictures and trinkets and a toy and, car and a little toy car, right? And so she does all this painstaking work to find out who this person was and to see if they're still alive to give it to them. Mm-hmm. But she ends up giving it to them, but. Uh, she doesn't she doesn't go up to him to give it to him she Mm. she goes and and calls a phone booth while he's passing by which she left the box in the phone booth for him and so when she he gets the phone she hangs up and he looks and there's the box right and so you see him kind of be like wow like someone's looking after me Mm -hmm. and so she's very dreamy she's very quirky and like in the end all she wants is to find someone who appreciates that Mm -hmm. right and it's a big chase. She like 
she chases a guy, yes. It, that sounds creepy. <laughs> but she kind of like does it in this very special way. It's a, it's a very shoe-on-the-other-foot sort of romantic comedy. Yeah, especially for that time and period. Yeah. Like exactly what you described is like a staple, per se, of mm-hmm. indie cinema. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just that character, kind of character, say, archetype alone. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to its nuances. Oh, you guys can. It's, right. it's, it's one of these times where it's, it, it's weird because it's a strongly written female character. But she's written in such a tropish manner that you you wouldn't assume that. You wouldn't assume that this character who, by all intents and purposes, is a by-the-numbers female protagonist would transcend that. But she does Mm -hmm. because she is so interesting and she's so loving and unique and Mm -hmm. damn quirky. It just sort of works. That's a great start. That's a great first pick, Gina. I think that that's a good movie. If you guys haven't seen this movie, I don't know what the fuck I'm afraid to see it. Why? (laughs) It, It, like... I'm afraid that I'm going to see it, and then it's going to resonate too hard. Um, <laughs> it resonated way too hard for me, to the yeah. point where I, ha- I ha- my, my tattoo says, times are hard for dreamers. Uh-huh. And so, like, I, honestly, I didn't have much socialization growing up, and so I got my socialization sure, through awkward. film. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I literally incorporated her quirkiness into my personality, and yeah. now I can't get rid of it. Right down, so. <laughs> right down to the haircut. Oh, uh, yeah, I had the oh. haircut and everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love that. You understand, me and the dot go way back. Oh, yeah, we Yeah. Do. Yeah. It's, what, what, like? 16 years. 16? Like I was saying, I'm 34 now. Oh, I'm 34 now. <laughs> yeah, like 16 years. It all years, gets back. It just is too much right I, now. I showed her a video earlier from when we were 16 and 17 years old, and, uh, yeah. It's uh, it was to say the least, it was weird, because uh, I was I was like a weird kid. It's okay. Oh, bad. Oh, wait, who was oh, it? Oh, big surprise. Me and my brother were were weird kids. Yeah. It's fine though. Shay, uh, oh, what you, what you got? Oh, for me? dang. Okay, so you um, showed me a list of stuff you didn't pick, but I want to know what the first actually. Thing no, was. I I sent you my entire list, which um, that's what typically happens when we come up with our our picks every episode. Is I I. Grab a million of them. I just go through yeah. my eyes. Except mine yeah. is huge. Yeah, it is. I, except yours is written on paper. <laughs> and mine is written well, on notes. Old school. But yeah, this is like showing Gina just like the, the list Ooh. of. Yeah. These are, you didn't pick these. Um, I picked three of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So for my first pick, uh, this is a 2001 film, but I don't know if it was specifically released then because it is like Amelie, yeah. also a foreign film. Mm-hmm. So this Reigns from Japan, and it is a little-known film. A lot of people know it, but a little-known film called Suicide Circle. It also goes Ooh. by Suicide I almost put that on my list. Suicide, Suicide Club. I'm going to write this down. As it's known in the United States. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Thank you. Tell us about the Suicide yes. Club. Um, so this is... I like that pick. Oh, my God. So uh, to me, I would say if you're looking for indie horror, indie psychological horror, Ooh. this is by far one of the most formative films that I found from my list um, like commenting on that and expressing that and uh, it's by Sayan Sono directed yeah. by Sayan Sono uh-huh. who is a fantastic very out there mm-hmm. uh, film director out there is an understatement man's fucking crazy it, yeah no I saw what was it I've only seen Tag as, a, as another one of his that's movies. a good one uh-huh. and that one also very that's actually a good introduction mm-hmm. to his mm-hmm. style that's a really good introduction yeah it, which if you have I think Tag should still being on Netflix, which it is where is. I found it. I'm like, wow, the, you know, he, he he's one of those directors with with 
expensive, cool yeah. tastes and music, <laughs> tastes and music and all that. But at the same time, what he's expressing can come across as very dark, especially when you're looking at Suicide Circle slash Club, right? Which right. comments kind of on the um, environment, like the the how do you put it, the psychological environment uh -huh. that exists in Japan. Yeah, where a lot of it, it's a well-known thing where a lot there's a lot of people. And there's a lot of mental illness yep. that goes on. In I mean, Japan you have all those country. damn people on an island. All those damn people, and it's too many of them. <laughs> and there's yeah, way too many, many weebs. Uh, <laughs> that would drive me insane. So does the Fucking so what does the people. movie kind of make a commentary on? Because I was reading on, mm -hmm. I'm just reading here online that it says it's a, a wave of seemingly unconnected suicides that strike Japan in the mm -hmm. efforts of police to determine the reasons behind strange behavior. Yeah. And so like. I don't remember when this happened, and I don't even remember if this was in the early 2000s, but I do remember reading about a string of suicides happening mm -hmm. um, because of a blog post that happened, and then somebody else saw that, and then they committed suicide, and they mm -hmm. and so it kind of was like a, a chain reaction, mm -hmm. but I didn't know if this was before or after that. Um, yeah, no, I, I've never heard about it, but... It that might have been after. Right. That's no surprise to me whatsoever. Right. It, right. It, it's also, if you also know Japanese uh, or J-horror cinema. They have a whole also, forest uh, where they kill themselves. Yeah, yeah they yeah. do. Uh, I'm not even going to Aokigara? Aokigara? Yeah, I which think. there also have been film adaptations, Jake Paul videos on right. that. Oh, that Jake can, Paul. We're not going to talk about The Forest. Whole, That's an right. awful movie. I've never touched it, and I never planned to, because I'm just like, respect. Yeah, they yeah, should have. They should have made, made, you know, maybe cast an Asian person, or oh, yeah. made it made it a movie about the forest and yeah. about you yeah. know, like why does this happen? Right. Instead, a white girl gets lost in the forest. Oh, oh no, poor white girl. Oh, oh my god, oh, no. does she run towards the trouble because she's trying to? Oh, as out. usual. No, I think, what is it? As I'm usual. a journalist, or my twin sister. Yeah. I think it was actually the twin oh, sister one. No, no you don't mine. go investigate. You run. I'm not even and, lying. But they never run. White people, white people be like, <laughs> I mean, what's this? No, no offense, but no offense to white people. Y'all, y'all go people. off bungee jumping. I do, I do love and like mountain climbing. People. And I'm like, this I'm over here like us Latinos and black people mm -hmm. and people of color were like, mm -hmm. why are you doing that? Yeah, no, I'm Filipina. It like mm -hmm. the suspicion, the suspicions are real. Uh, us Latinos be like. No puedo hacer. No puedo. No, 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 no lo voy a hacer. Sorry, no. no. Give me a corona. No. <laughs> Give me a corona. Or no, modelo. No, modelo. No, no, no puedo nada. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. yeah. Not so basically, today. basically what this film entails, and if you also want a similar recommendation or um, a contemporary, uh, Pulse, the film Pulse, which is uh, also a film uh, trending again because uh -huh. it has one of the grossest, like scariest scares without a jump scare uh -huh. in it. Uh -huh. Ooh, creepy film. Fantastic I don't think film. I've seen that one. It's about the Pulse. contagiousness of mental illness, essentially. Ooh, and it's it's a pretty great film. Is that a 2001 I, film also? Is it really? Yeah. I didn't choose that one because I do love Suicide Club better. Kiyoshi and I, Kurosawa. Yep. 2001. Mm -hmm. It also qualifies for guess, this list. I guess that's a, that's a twofer. This is a twofer. Hey. It's a twofer. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Japanese cinema, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. yep. This, is a, this is a gorgeous film. It starts out, um, if you go in cold, which I definitely did because <laughs> I'm always just 
I go out seeking this stuff. Right. And right. I love horror. Didn't I tell you she was going to pick some freaky ass shit? Yeah, I was looking forward to it. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it You're is talking only going to the right get worse. Person, but, uh, honestly. Yeah, gorgeous worse. film. It starts out making you think it's a crime thriller and ends up um, dissolving into madness, Ooh, basically. And that's, that's, that's all you need to, Yeah. I up my alley. Watching this film was such an experience because while I was watching it, I hated it. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? Like, this is going nowhere. This is going everywhere. Right. Where is it going to end up? And where it ends up, it's what I like to call a punchline film. Mm -hmm. Where at the mm -hmm. end of the film, it's just like, Finally. there it is. Yep. There's the, the bow on the top yep. of the exactly. entire yep. film. Exactly. Okay. Those, those can work if the story is... If the, if the payoff is is worth payoff. it, right? You know, yeah. payoff. Yeah, yeah. like you got to keep me engaged all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, sorry, which it definitely lost, does, but... because you're just like, what the hell? Is <laughs> what the hell is going on? But okay, you know, this is happening, and it it does end up somewhere like fantastically interesting, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. and, and obviously, as you know, here at the Snobcast, we do not spoil movies for people so no, we're not going spoil. to spoil it even spoil our reviews it. do not have spoilers in them illegal yeah which it's I was illegal. really surprised illegal. I was really surprised your mad god one did not have every spoiler ever in it I, I you tried so hard almost oh a thousand god. words about this movie oh my god that movie we'll have to we'll have to I, I, that's one of those movies where I oh don't worry there's a second topic I, I didn't to tell you about and we're gonna get to it oh okay and it's you're probably gonna be able to talk about that I have God. to cope with yeah and I cannot recommend it to another living soul period <laughs> yeah. okay. so you're gonna get to talk about Mad God later so don't worry about it oh, cool. Um, cool good pick uh, obviously Suicide Club for everybody that didn't know my first pick everybody if you know me you know my favorite movie is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind of course well mm -hmm. that came out in 2005 2004 um, Michel Gondry directed it. His follow-up came out in 2006. Les Sciences de The Science of Sleep. Oh, I love The Science of Sleep! I haven't seen that. And that wow. Miss Gina over here, when I was much younger, used to say that I looked very much like the star of this film. <laughs> Gael Garcia Bernal. Oh, Gael! Okay, okay, okay. okay. Did I not look like Gael when I was younger? You did. You have, like, the same sort of facial structure. I do. Right? And so, I like, I, <laughs> I was I was very handsome back in my day. Oh, oh. you're still handsome, Will. I think the you. nose ring helps. Thank you. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good nose ring. I like it. Good nose ring. So obviously, the science of sleep is in three languages. It's in English, in Spanish, and because it has Charlotte Gainsbourg in it, it's also in French. <gasps> yep. Say no more. After oh. my own heart. Oh my God. We yeah. love Charlotte Gainsbourg. We do. She is a queen. Yes, she is. Mainly because she keeps working with that twisted motherfucker, oh, yeah. Lars von Trier. Uh, and Gaspar Noé. And Gaspar Noé. Which is also a, a film that I also just reviewed. Uh, uh, like. Lux Eterna. Lux Eterna. Crazy shit. So, Science of Sleep is a fucking amazing movie. It's about a man, we were talking about dreams earlier, oh. in Amélie. This is a man who's entrenched by his own dreams and loves struggle with a French woman that lives in his apartment building, and everything turns into felt at some per at some point in the fucking movie. It's amazing. It's a piece of art. It's, it's art. Literally I mean, they literally take off on a felt horse. Yes, they do. At one point, mm -hmm. and it's not real. Mm -hmm. And it's Michelle Gondry just going Michelle fucking Gondry. insane. And I feel bad for I, I have not seen the film and I want to because Michelle Gondry, for people who don't know, is one of the staple artistic directors. That's all I need to show time. you. <laughs> Literally the big hands. Big hands. That's it. He's throwing big hands. Yeah, and that's him 
you know, I really relate relate to this movie because I have narcolepsy, right? Mm. And then when you have narcolepsy, you can't figure out what reality is. Wow. I have the circadian rhythm of a child or a baby, mm-hmm. right? And so I get stuck in the middle between reality and fantasy when I'm dreaming. Yeah. And and I will wake up. Yes. Yeah, oh God, he was gorgeous. Oh my God. I see it. I see it. <laughs> That's oh my a God. Gr- and so basically. It. Uh, I will get stuck in reality and I will get up from my bed and go to the shower and then immediately go back and wake up in my bed. Wow. Or I'll get up and go fix um, a cup of coffee and then wake up in my bed, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, in in the majority of the movie, he's mixing reality and fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so like in that scene, he has huge hands, right? Kind of like when you're in, in, in daydreams or in dreams. It's a cat band. <laughs> yeah, he's in a cat band. Like uh-huh. nothing makes sense in your dreams, right? But the movie makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So he literally put like your 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 life or an aspect of your life on yes. screen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He did. He That's did. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. This movie is incredible. I I, I I can't stress it enough. Before Michelle Gondry tried to go mainstream and ruin his career, ruined his career with Green Hornet. This guy was just making <gasps> film after film that was bangers because he yeah. did Be Kind Rewind right after this one. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't fall. Oh, I haven't heard of Be Kind Rewind. Forever. I am very good at what I do, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention all of the iconic notorious music videos that he did correct including in fell in love with a girl by the white stripes mm-hmm. which is one of the best music videos ever girl. made mm-hmm. um and obviously you know science of sleep is a great movie it's not his best movie because obviously eternal sunshine exists <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it's the, the, one of the greatest movies ever made mm-hmm. um and it doesn't qualify for this list because i would go on talking about it for 14 and a half hours that's gonna be an episode all that, could be a, that could be an episode all in itself a bonus episode for right. people if they subscribe to our patreon Damn. if you guys want to give us money we could do that subverting my expectations will thank you i don't know what you thought i was gonna pick i thought you were gonna pick that because he never shuts up about it i wouldn't do that <laughs> so what i love about this is the budget was six million it made 15 million worldwide so it did get its money back oh good good and i love that and uh, Moi Moi is also in this movie she's a French actress and singer um, they filmed this all in France um, but Gael Garcia Bernal is supposed to be Spanish in the movie even though he is hardcore hardcore Mexican mm-hmm. I mean look at the boy <laughs> he is not Spanish he's a man okay that's he's a, a man. man that's a man even though he's okay. only five foot four I don't care I don't care only give me this tiny man every I'm inch okay. matters okay that's what she that's said what she <laughs> <laughs> Let me spin that out. Short men put themselves down. Certainly, what she said. I mean, I'm at least five nine, so <laughs> I'll take that as a victory. I just love the film because it it does what Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind does, where you get connected with the characters so much. You feel their emotions, mm-hmm. right? So you feel his infatuation towards his neighbor. Right? Yeah. And, and, and Stefan and Stephanie are far less toxic than Joel and Clement. Uh, yes, well. definitely, um, definitely. And the fact that they're named Stefan and Stephanie mm-hmm. is amazing. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Like, what a coincidence Aww. is that? But, yeah. like, he's just, he's so infatuated, and, like, he would remind me of me how I would get infatuated. There's a, and, 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 and I'm not going to lie to you, I see a lot of myself in Stefan. I yeah. see a lot of, you know, the, from, aside from the fact that I look like the guy, <laughs> I see a lot of myself in him. There's a scene where he's underwater and he's surfing through this landscape of uh, coral and it's all made of felt. Mm-hmm. And it's, ins- oh, wow. it's insanity. And so if there's any film I'm going to recommend 100% that you watch. Okay. And I know you're not going to do it if I recommend it. So. <laughs> uh, it would be The Science of Sleep. This movie okay. is incredible, incredible, incredible. And I think there's nudity, which is always. Oh, a, nudity. I helps. think so. I think yeah. there's some nudity. I think you get to see full, full dong. 
Do I? Yeah, I think. Do I? I think there's full dong. Yeah, do Who's I? Dong? <laughs> Who's dong? I don't remember. I think you get full Gael Garcia dong. Oh, I've gotten oh, that a lot. Okay. I mean, I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> like, I've seen plenty of dong. <laughs> I say, look, you start forgetting them like after a minute. Wait, no, like, I don't forget his. No kidding. Where's your Sorry. husband, Michael? At? I'm gonna... Um, Sorry, Michael. <laughs> this was before you. Where I mean, is Michael at? Not that I had a lot of boyfriends. I was just in love with celebrities. So. <laughs> it happens, it happens. I mean, if it's right there in front of you. And then, like, there's a happens. quote. There's a quote that Stephanie has in the movie, and I think it mm. very much describes my life. And it's randomness is difficult to achieve. It is. Oh, it that is. gets deep. And I think that that's true because a lot of us in our daily daily life try to think that we're we're very unique or that everything yeah. that we do is random. Individuality but, complex. Yeah. But that that just comes with being human. But in reality, randomness is really really hard, hard to achieve to, mm-hmm. to, to do to, yep. to be and I, I love the tagline is close your uh, eyes and open your heart that's the mm. tagline for this movie and the science of sleep is incredible I love this fucking movie do you know what, what else you got because you had some good insight on that movie oh well with the science of sleep <laughs> yeah all right well I mean gosh okay so <laughs> also it's very with the art I want to get on the art about the it the art is so good think of stop motion mm-hmm. art um, there's a little bit of that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's when he says felt, I mean everything's made out of felt. Like and literally felt. It's literally felt. felt. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's it's just like one big like if they made a stage made out of felt, and everything's a bit a bit artsy. There's a whole set made out of cardboard and felt. Yes. At one point. Yes. Okay. It is so artsy. It's got a really individual perspective. It, it, yeah. It's a unique and, aesthetic. And Gael really personifies like someone who is just too much of a daydreamy person right mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. just really would rather escape real life yeah. than f- fucking deal with it yeah. which is exactly how i am yeah. it's a poster yeah. there's the felt horse right there <laughs> it's just like when you see the poster you're just like what is that mm-hmm. but but the best thing about it is using that material works as a double entendre mm-hmm. because the movie is also meant to be felt it's deeply felt Ooh, girl i didn't even think about <laughs> that <laughs> It's deeply felt. Yes. It is a movie that you feel. Why didn't why didn't they use that on the poster? Oh. Listen, I'm smarter than Michelle Gondry's marketing team. (laughs) His marketing team. Fired. Yeah, they're fired. Replaced. Listen, we might be able to get Michelle back in back in the in the director's chair with me at the helm here. I'll just market his next movie. Michelle, where you at? I mean, when he sticks to what he does, Call him up. he's incredible. But when he makes Green Hornet, he just should never do that. So what? Is, what was literally the last thing that that Michelle was? Up I believe to? it was Green Hornet. I think that was the last Green thing that he did. Hor- Green Hornet's the one with Seth Rogen, right? Yeah, yeah. I never watched that one. Never no one else did either. That's the point. <laughs> I, I that I'm not, making. I I think one time Landon told me he watched it. And then I, I didn't hear anything from it. I mean, after, after that, that, he went back to making Bjork videos. So. Good. As you should. And the With Chemical Brothers Seth videos. Seth Rogen, I just, I'm sorry, but he is my squishy daddy body. Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? Squishy daddy. <laughs> yeah, he's a squishy <laughs> Shut up, I love him. I love the fact that he's making ceramic now, and then he has his own weed company, and mm-hmm. then he, I just adore him. He was always the nerdy daddy squishy guy <laughs> and i loved him so so i, I just didn't watch green hornet because i could not see him don't as, do it yeah. don't fucking do it hero. do not do it it's a terrible movie it's that bad it's a terrible movie oh my God. And i love michelle gondry it's a terrible movie. <laughs> well it, it, sorry, it is no, a sorry. shame when they try to push artistic directors into that mainstream correct it doesn't always work mm-hmm. taiko atiti can we We're, talk uh, about Corinne Harmony and, and oh, Spring Breakers? I love Spring Breakers. I, I love Spring Breakers. I, I couldn't love it. I, I couldn't love it. Love I dressed it. up as Spring Breakers for Halloween. 
<laughs> I love spring breakers. Yeah, I can't. It. it just reminded me of like I can't go with you on that ride. It, you can't because <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. It, just, it just like it didn't it didn't mesh with now, me. Now early harmony, Corinne. I'm surprised anyone likes. I do crazy oh, shit. Love, That's why no, I love like nineteen year old harmony, Korean writing kids, making his gummo own kids and, and gummo. Like I I just ate that up because mm-hmm. growing up I also had this like depressive right. streak in my life. And as, so, as you too. Right. <laughs> so I would watch movies like Requiem for a Dream or Spun. Mm-hmm. And, and Spun is good. We, that's a movie that doesn't qualify because it, it costs too much money to make, but it's a good movie. Jason Schwartzman is another short. I love you. Did, did we mention that we've interviewed Robert twice? Robert Schwartzman? Yes. Twice. Kim, <laughs> what? You have his number? Yes, I, do. <laughs> I, actually, I actually do. Give her his number. I'm waiting, know. waiting He's... for nothing. <laughs> when did your heart go missing? Oh she loves Rooney. Oh, she no, loves Rooney. Yeah, There's so many short men that I have on my list. Oh, oh. I'm taller than him, too. <laughs> Short men, start writing your numbers down. <laughs> no, 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 no. Doctor, the doctor is in and waiting for your appointment. Doctor is in to evaluate short men. Just evaluate, not actually do it. She's that here for like your... so much fun. She's going to be I your... Uh, she's ready for, to be your primary physician, ladies. <laughs> oh, not even a physician. Definitely gentlemen. Definitely gentlemen. I, I got a husband. Okay, sorry, Michael. Michael, you're very tall and handsome. I love you. <laughs> he is very tall. He looks like he's like six foot three. He's six foot two. There you go. Very tall That's man. Very well, I cannot believe you have Robert Schwartzman's... Oh, I love <laughs> so we met him first here at the festival, Las Vegas Film Festival, yeah, for his previous film. Yeah, um, not the new one that just came out, but his previous film called Unicorn. Yes, yes. Starring Lucy Hale. We were there yep. for the premiere. Nick <gasps> Rutherford's in it. Nick Rutherford's a hilarious comedian, one of the producers on Rick and Morty, also mm-hmm. in a couple of the episodes as well. Um, great movie. Saw it with Nick Rutherford in the audience, uh, and Laura Lapkus was with us. Nice. I met all three of them, and then we interviewed him for his last movie that he just did a few years ago uh, called The Argument, um, and. He was on my phone. Oh so. my god! Yeah. No, this with right him, here. I'm going. I'm going to have to drop this, this name. Right drop this. Yeah. That one right there. I'm going to get those digits and never do anything <laughs> with it. Yeah. Never going to do anything um, with it. I'm just going to be like. And that reminds me. That, that does remind me. Before we get to our second picks, if you want to check out that interview, it's on our YouTube channel, yeah. uh, as, as well as a bunch of our other interviews, including our newest Ooh. interview with Oscar nominee, twice over, Ooh. Mr. Michael Shannon. Michael oh! Shannon. Oh, check my out boy! that. Check out that interview. Well, you know, Johnny and I, we did Long Day's Journey Into Night on Broadway uh, a few years back. So we played brothers in that. So it was actually interesting to be playing, you know, total strangers uh, after having been through that experience (laughs) because we became quite close during that uh, production. Um, But... uh, I loved working with Emma. I had never met her before or uh, worked, obviously hadn't worked with her. And um, yeah, she just has such a warmth about her and an openness. And uh, she's such a generous uh, scene partner. Anyway, (laughs) uh, now that that's over with, let's get to second picks. Do you know what you got? Ooh, okay, okay. I think they're in this, like, in this Because so far, these have been bangers, all of them. Uh, uh, I'm looking through the movies. I'm looking through the movies because <laughs> I, there was a couple in there that I actually... But I, you already I had yours picked up. It was, it was, uh, 
uh, thumb scrubber, not thumb sucker. It was wrist cutters. Wrist cutters, oh, a love wrist. story. Like, name, like, damn. Uh, okay. Just so I love this movie, Gina. I have it. Tell that's another one that he recommended to me, and I just have not. Never gonna do it. I'm never gonna do it's it. Never gonna do it's it. available it's right now. You already, you know me too well, and you know my taste. It's gonna resonate too hard. It is gonna resonate way too hard. It's gonna resonate too hard. You're gonna see too much of yourself in Shannon Sawson. Oh boy, I gotta be prepared for that. I gotta be in a mental space, but anyway. Nick Offerman plays a cop. It's amazing. Uh, tell us about the movie. Uh, okay, so it's about the afterlife, but the afterlife looks like a paler, grayer version of real life, mm-hmm. right? So there's a heaven, there's a hell, and then there's the in-between, which is where they're stuck. The because bird. if you kill yourself, you don't go to either. You go to this Very purgatory yeah. where no one's, according to the movie, and this is a direct quote, no one smiles and everyone's an asshole. And yeah, nobody smiles in the movie. Oh, okay. Everyone's oh, an oh, asshole. Shit. Everyone's an asshole because they've all killed themselves. They uh-huh. don't give a shit, right? Uh-huh. And so you have Shannon Sossman, who's like, like oh, hot. she's gorgeous in this film. Oh, yeah, she's and got then, the pixie cut and everything. Oh, oh my god, almost famous. What's his name from Almost Famous? Uh, Patrick Fugit. Patrick Fugit. I mean, Fugit. look at that. Fugit. Oh man, she's so cute. Wait, who's sitting in the back over there? Um, that it? is um, Mr. Shea Wiggum, and he mm. plays a gypsy. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. A dead gypsy and named Eugene. Hilarious. There is Gogo Bordello songs in this yes. soundtrack. Oh my gosh. Gogo Go-Go Bordello is gypsy punk. Yes. Music. Uh huh. It it's is one fucking of my incredible. Favorite Ukrainian American band. Also, Jesus in this movie is played by Tom Waits. Yep. <gasps> and Will Arnett. Yeah. As it should be. And wait, what? Will and Will Arnett. Arnett. Jesus is played by Tom Waits and Will Arnett. Will Arnett plays a cult leader. Yeah. There's okay, a, cool. There's no, a cult no, in purgatory. Bojack Horseman plays a cult leader. I can get behind And that. Tom Waits plays Jesus, basically. Yeah. Uh, as he should. Yep. As he should. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just it's just their adventure being I in purgatory. Just trying to figure out, like, how to get out of it. She's trying to get out of it. She thinks there's a mistake. And then he is looking for someone else in... I'm trying not to spoil it. But he's trying to look for someone else in purgatory. And so they just ride around in this beat-up car... Um, the, that has a hole, a black hole in the passenger seat. <laughs> so I always reference this for my car. Is oh my uh, is that there? Every time something falls, it gets sucked up into the black hole underneath the passenger side. Yeah. And so that's that's part of the gig with with this movie is that everything's always falling into the black oh hole. Oh my god! <laughs> like she, uh, Michael, played by Shannon Sossman, at one point loses her glasses, mm-hmm. and uh, you never find them. No. Yeah. No, they're no. gone. She's oh, so mad. The direct quote is, do you guys like it here? Who the hell likes being stuck in a place where you can't even smile? It's hot as balls. Everyone's an asshole. I just want to go home. Yep. Uh, it sounds like Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I've only been here for seven months, and so I came and, from Phoenix, so it's not that big. Oh, okay. okay. The best kind of. Eugene, played by Shea Wiggum, the gypsy, has the best lines in the movie. He, oh does. My God. he does. Wherever she is, I bet she found someone by now. Probably some black guy who hung himself with his dick. Oh my <laughs> God. He's like a Russian gypsy, and it's fucking. I love this character. He's so great. Shea He's such amazing. a good. He reminds me of the character from Eternal Sunshine. Yes. Not Eternal Sunshine. Sorry. Um, everything is illuminated. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because it's not the same person. That's a, no, that's a great movie. Um, starring Elijah Wood. Yes. Great movie. Yes. Okay. Everything's illuminated. Could have qualified for this list too. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I completely forgot about it. Great, great movie. <laughs> great movie. Good, uh, good uh, slice of life existential crisis movie. Slice of life. That's, that's my my whole thing is existential slice crises. Of life. Yeah. Movies that give me an existential crisis, mm-hmm. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Movies that Always. give me quirkiness, I'm there. Make me feel uh, something. Ex- I need to feel <laughs> something in this dead world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what this movie is actually about. Is mm-hmm. oh, they just want to feel something feel. again. It's felt. 
That sounds like an emo movie. It is very emo. I was an emo girl. Like, yeah. You were an emo girl. Uh Uh I was like the biggest emo dude ever. Uh, You still are. I was the king emo. You you were the emo emo king. Yes. Do you know what I'll tell you? I was king emo. Yup. He was king emo. I had the little, like, bob haircut with the multicolored hair and, like, you just going to shows thinking you're cool. Yeah. Just in the corner. And me, I'm not in the corner. I'm usually on the yeah, on yes. the stage. In the stage. On yeah. the fucking stage. Yeah. 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 Where you belong. Where I belong. <laughs> Where I belong on the stage. This this movie, like, I, I just I love really... love this fucking movie, dude. I really enjoyed... It's kind of like that Wes Anderson feel where, like, there's a bunch of silence happening. Mm-hmm. But that silence says a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, there's a lot of Wes Anderson out there that's like, you just see the character just sitting there. The word you're looking for <laughs> is, it's twee as fuck. Twee? Twee. twee. What's twee? Gosh, twee is like... Kitch? It's like kitsch, but for hipsters. Yeah. Oh, I kitsch like is that. still for hipsters. Nah, I would say twee is for preps. Nah, cause mm. nah, cause kitsch is more like the alternative kids. Kitchy? Make kitsch. You know okay. what I mean? Oh, okay. The hipster kids make twee. Oh, okay. interesting. You know, Susie okay. and the Banshees. That's more of like kitsch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Got whereas, it. whereas, you know, new addition is twee. What about <laughs> Bella Sebastian? That's tweet. Okay, got I you. haven't heard That's of tweet. Bell and Sebastian in Piazza New York. Catch your motherfuckers. I'm gonna look it up. People right don't know that guy right directed now. a movie that doesn't qualify because it came out in 2012. But the singer from that band directed a movie. Which movie? Was it's that? called. I, think I know what you're talking about. What is it called? Is it like the concert? God movie? Save the Girl or something like that. With Emily. Well, uh, Browning. Yes. Emily Browning. Yes. I still haven't seen that. It's pretty good. It's pretty okay. good. Yes, yeah, it's not bad. Um, he does a good job of directing it. It's actually quite good. The music's amazing, obviously, because Bell and Sebastian. But, uh, I love this movie. Risk Cutter is amazing. I, I have no words for this movie except that Tom Waits is on the soundtrack. Go Go Bordello all over the motherfucking place. Yep. Um, there is Love Will Tell Her Part is also in the song, so you have to have Joy Division. Or else, yep. Yep. You know, it's like Grand Parsons. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack is. I'm looking at the soundtrack now, and it's just amazing. Go Go Bordello. I love Go Go Bordello. If you guys don't listen to Gypsy Punk, what the fuck's wrong? With you? <laughs> Do it. Go to your Spotify. Is an incredible fucking movie. I am mad at anybody. I can't believe you've never seen this movie. You would love this movie. It it will resonate. <laughs> no, I don't know that it will resonate. You will felt it. No, so okay. okay. You will felt it. I will felt it. You will felt it. It's deeply felted. But I mean, look at that deeply Shannon Sossaman. Look at that Shannon Sossaman. She is so beautiful. Babe. Wasn't she the, she was was the front woman of Warpaint, correct? That's correct. She yeah. was in Warpaint. Yeah. Fantastic band. The first Fantastic time I ever band. saw her was in The Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. That's where a lot of us saw her. Yeah. I saw her in a movie that also could have qualified for this list, The Rules of Attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Which film boys love to talk about. They do. The opening scene. And, yeah, oh, that course. and because of the definite incel vibes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I called you out, you son of a bitches. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We know who you are. We know. We know. Seriously. Tarant- know. Quentin Tarantino is my favorite director. Man, you guys <laughs> see Fight Club? Fight Club is so good, man. Fight Club is everything, man. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? The Dark Knight Returns. So, so yeah. it's funny because John Hawks is also in this movie, and uh-huh. we're going to talk about another John Hawks movie when uh-huh. I get to my pick. Mm. All right. And I love John Hawks. He's in some incredible independent films. Mm-hmm. John Hawks is a great actor. He's actually in Winner's Bone, which doesn't qualify for this list because it came out in 2010. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence's oh. breakthrough. She was nominated for an Jennifer Oscar for that Lawrence. one. Now, he, she, plays, she plays his um, meth-addicted uncle. Oh, nice. He's that, that sounds like something I'd watch. <laughs> oh, it's a great film. It's, it's got about meth in it's it? about hillbillies in like Missouri. Mm. Let's do it. Yeah. R.I.P. Missouri. Wrist Cutters is fucking amazing. 
I, dude, I love this movie so much. Great pick, Gina. They came around the same time, and I just want to make this like a little thing. Like, I noticed that there were three movies that came out around the same time that sure. all had the same amount of syllables. It was Thumbsucker, mm-hmm. Wrist Cutters, and Chum Scrubber. <laughs> and I've I'm, not heard of Chum Scrubber though. <laughs> Chum yeah. Scrubber. Wait, can is, we talk? What is that? Um, Chum Scrubber. Oh, gosh, I didn't forget. It has Jamie Bell in it. Once. It stars Jamie Bell. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, it's about this kid. I gotta, I'm gonna get it up here because I haven't seen it. It's been a while since I saw it. I, I just, do know a thumb sucker, which I is a great movie. Lou Taylor Pucci. He's also short too. <laughs> he is also short. Check. It's a it's a 2005 movie, um, which Wrist Cutters came out in 2006, uh-huh. and uh, Thumb Sucker came out in 2005. Also, uh-huh. the year I graduated high school. Fuck me. Oh my god, I'm a 2006, so I understand. Uh, Jamie Bell, Allison Janney, Rory Culkin, who's also in Igby mm. Goes Down, which is an incredible movie that mm-hmm. also qualifies for this Igby list. Igby Goes Down. Uh, Glenn Close, Camilla Bell, Justin Chatwin. Great cast. Um, basically, this movie is about a dark satirical story about a life crumbling in the midst of a seemingly idyllic suburbia. It's another existential crisis yeah. film yeah. Uh, over, about white people me. suffering in the suburbs. Yes, I love seeing white people suffer in the suburbs. That's yes. my favorite. Billy, right? Billy, 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 <laughs> Billy Fickner's in this movie. Ray Fiennes also in this movie. Oh, yep. Ray Fiennes is the, the shit. Mm. I love Ray Fiennes. Voldemort. Yeah, he's Voldemort. He should not be named. I've never seen those movies, by the way. You've never seen those movies? No, not even by accident. Do you not even have a, a inkling of wanting to watch them? No, and I've partied with Harry Potter. That's a fun oh, story. Oh, true, true, Are you true. kidding that's a fun me? Sto- yeah, that's a fun story. What? I'm so mad You were there for that. that. You, we invited you to come. Where, uh, what happened? I'm going to be you around know, I was underage at that, at that so, time. I was not allowed in. Story time. Or R.I.P. Story time. But story time. I also saw him at a different point. You start. Story time. <laughs> 2019 Sundance Film Festival. Me and Shay go with Landon and our boy Raf Mandabir who you will remember from our episode a few months ago we love you baby boy we do love you Rafe mm. you're the man love you our Norwegian Venezuelan mm. honey Viking. baby boy that is an interesting combo he's from Venezuela <laughs> but he lives in Norway like, so when he talks he talks like this a lot this is exactly how he sounds yes yeah, yeah. Yes. oh it's like he's right here yeah it's like he's right here except like way you less know, room he's taking he up way less room yeah. I do hair. and it's always the exactly how he sounds because he's iconic he is iconic yeah. and the hair is better than mine his is more of a main. Mine's more of a. His is like very grandiose. Yeah, mine's more headbanger. Yeah, yeah. His no. is like Car is like a Claudio from Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. the hair. <laughs> yeah. So we're at a party that he invited me to, hosted by TNT TBS for the new show Miracle Worker, starring. Gerald, Geraldine Bishwanathan, who was there, yeah, and Daniel Radcliffe, and Steve Buscemi, who was Radcliffe. not there. All right. So really? We go, we go to the party. There's a velvet rope there, and. We go there to the party, and there's a velvet rope there, and Dan, and uh, Ralph's like, I, you know I don't like to talk to famous people like this. So I <laughs> remove the velvet rope. I'm like, Danny Rads, what's up, buddy? <laughs> so we just go up and talk to him. Oh, my God, I thought. He has pictures. Oh, my God. I love that okay, short sorry. man, too. Yeah, short kings, short kings. <laughs> short kings. He's looking it up right now. Shout out for my short kings out there. We love you all. Oh, my God. As a five-foot-nine man myself. I was friends with him after he we locked eyes when he was on stage at one of his Broadway shows. Oh. But goodness is it, is it the one where he shows? Is it the one where he goes full dick? No, I um, wanted to see ex, that, but ex, no. <laughs> it was another one where he played like a like a businessman that couldn't I'm, go up yeah, the ladder or something like that. Yeah, I forget which one that was called, but he was brilliant in it. There he is. I'm coming to all of these places you guys come. I'm sorry. This is gonna. Sun I'm just gonna chaos. be. I'm gonna be the appendix to the podcast. Oh my gosh! Please come to Sundance. <laughs> the thing oh. is, Danny Raz wasn't yeah. even the handsomest guy. I took a, fo- a selfie with. Oh my god! 
That's that's her boyfriend. <laughs> that's your. That was like you guys. <laughs> Nat, it's Jesus. That's her boyfriend. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. I love, I love this man so much. <laughs> the, my notorious partner, who we literally talk about and simp over all the time over the podcast, it's super embarrassing. But uh-huh. he's like never here. But he might be here actually oh, soon. Okay. When is Sundance, by the way? January. January. So it's like the end of January. How much? Like last yeah. Week um, we get in for free. We are doing it this year. We only pay like 300 bucks a person to stay there for a week and a half. Ladies That's and gentlemen. My- oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen. Gina is going to be around for a lot more. <laughs> so, I'm just gonna insert myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm okay with this. So very much tinier Daniel Radcliffe story, but also at that particular Sundance, mm-hmm. and it was very strange. I was on one of the the very exciting free shuttle buses that they provide. They are the best. Get, mm-hmm. get around town. They are incredible. They are incredible. They were. They are fun. They are busy. They are heavy. It's like loafing a bunch of. You people. You never know who you're gonna mm-hmm. run into. We usually run into our fellow film critics mm-hmm. uh, all, the time. all the time. Oh, Matt I think Neglia. Matt Neglia. It, painting, who is everywhere? Painting you like one of his French girls. <laughs> that photo is amazing. I had that photo too. Oh my god! I'm like loving all these photos you guys have. Like I, I have that photo too. The yeah, I love how, how did you just ha- bring that up so quickly? Well, in Google, that was literally in Google two photos, years ago. In Google Photos, you can search by city, so I just searched for Park City. No. Oh my god! <laughs> I had short hair. Oh, Black Bear. Oh yeah, I got a pull quote for a uh, Black Bear. Yeah. That was exciting. Oh, I cried all over my. Uh, that's me, drawn by her. That's so cool. Oh yeah, I heard that you you do the the. the the All the logos. Icons and the logos. I and do, that kind yeah. of stuff. I love it. Thank you. I love that kind yes. of stuff. And then, yeah. We are, we, we are very special. <laughs> this I know. Is, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> we met Viola Davis. You did. I did. You did. I did. I I just like slipped and almost fell on Where black ice. Like half Where the time. have I been? Why am I doing what I do? You need to come to I'm Venice. It is this. messy. It's, it is chaotic. It is frustrating. It, it is, is awesome. Worth every single minute. It of really all that is. You I get to go. Yeah. The, the, and there's a pretty decent Mexican restaurant there. Hell yeah. There. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. In the pizza place that Raf brought me to. I don't and eat had pizza the best anymore. Barbecue pizza. I can't eat pizza anymore. I'm coming, and whoever we see there is gonna party with us afterwards. Guaranteed, I can convince them. Absolutely. Oh no, I'm with you, girl. I got you. Oh, I, all I need finesse. to get the party started is this one. She's crazy. I am crazy. I'm okay. I don't, with, I I don't drink, that. so I feel that, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> the thing she's is, my Ooh, the sorry, thing is, no. I don't drink. I don't drink, and I'm still crazier than both of you. Yeah, I'm, oh yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. That's definitely okay. true. That's I can okay. handle that. But back to wrist cutters. Great movie. Great pick. Shay, what you got for me? So this one, a lot more people should be aware of, I would hope so. But if you guys are familiar at all with, uh, unfortunately, uh, Pride Month just passed. So uh, I'm sorry for all the people who are no longer allowed to be gay. Uh, gay month is over. And for all the women who are no longer allowed to have autonomy on their bodies, Uh, we apologize. Uh, You snooze, you lose. (laughs) Should have got that abortion in. March, motherfucker. Right. Snooze, you lose. <laughs> but um, anyway, for those of you, I'm not gonna lie. Are... I, I hate eight Chick Fil A today. You hate eight Chick Fil A. Did you pay for it? Uh, of course I did. How oh. dare you? I don't. I don't. I, I, I can't. I can't with them. Listen, I've never had it one time. I know. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Proud of you. Uh, Thank you. But it was there. I it was the closest lot. place to the cock store where I had to go get the new moto. The, the what store? The cock store. Cox. Okay. <laughs> That's C O X, baby. I was like, you too, Will. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I need both of them. I'm the only one in this podcast that has one equipped. Yeah, yeah, true. Are true. you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> you never know. Damn, he can't call my bluff. I did call her bluff. You don't, you don't know what's in this bag, actually. It's not yeah. equipped. Uh, mine's she's equipped. Wait, wait. Mine's attached. She's equipped. 
She's finding something in her bed. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I want that. Right? It's a meat grinder uh, from Walmart that I borrowed. um, And if I ever need to, I'll grind someone's meat. Yeah, yeah. You can grab my meat with this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Yeah, I live. I live in a in an interesting area, so I got you. Got to be equipped. Probably necessary. Very necessary, and it's cute. As you were saying. As I was saying, so if you are at all familiar or even curious about queer cinema, one of the lead figureheads of queer cinema would be. Greg Araki. Yes. One of the greatest. We were just talking about him. One really. of the greatest filmmakers in independent cinema, period, yep. and very underappreciated. Did you pick what I think you picked? I definitely picked what you think I picked. What do you think I picked? Mysterious Skin. I picked Mysterious Skin. I've not um, seen that Greg Araki one. The. Yeah. I Good. would say the most devastating Greg it's, Araki movie. It's devastating. We just talked a little bit about it off camera uh-huh. the, at the last podcast, but yeah. it's it's basically an existential horror film for anybody yes. who's yes. queer. Yeah. All right, all right. It is, it is. But at the same time, like with, I would say Greg Araki is the Billy Wilder of the queer cinema movement. Correct. Because he he can portray those highs. Say you have smiley face, of fantastic, if not one of the best weak comedies, mm-hmm. stoner comedies of yeah. all time. Sorry, yeah. Anna Faris. Mm. Of course, love to her. I do love that that film actually, I love and that. it's it's a stupid film. Oh, yeah. But it's hilarious. That's part oh, of the charm. White Bird in a Blizzard's oh, great. Wow, beautiful. Love that one when it came out. I don't know if you guys have seen his show on Stars, Now Apocalypse. I have not yet. That's where I met Greg Araki at that same Sundance. Uh, she's fanning herself, everyone. I'm she's fanning yeah, yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, he is equally as handsome in person. He, hey. yes, he is. A, he's a very handsome, great, beautiful man. Great cheekbones. Great high cheekbones. Great mm. cheek structure. Um, Gre- Greg, I hope you hear this just so you can hear how much I'm I'm sipping over your cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously the Doom Generation, which Gina was yeah, talking about that. earlier. Oh. That, I actually haven't seen that one yet. Uh, you gotta get I'm planning on you. I'm already building up my Pinterest wall. It doesn't <laughs> qualify for this list because it came out in the mid '90s. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. a great. Great movie. Mm-hmm. I, I I love that movie. I think Rose McGowan's in that one. And mm-hmm. 90s Rose McGowan is peak Rose McGowan. Yes. I mean, yes. Jawbreaker Rose McGowan is like. Jawbreaker. <laughs> Jawbreaker. Yes. Yes. Just kiss, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what is it about the movie that, like, Mysterious captures? Skin? Yeah. Yes. That captures. Because I haven't seen it yet. So, there's a. a there, oh, my God. There's so much to talk this about. This is when you're one of JGL's about. best performances. Uh, If not the best. If not, I like Brick. Everyone who I haven't seen Brick yet, so I can't say for sure. But it's uh, he's pointing right to it. It's right in front of my face. That's fine. But um, <laughs> Mysterious Skin, it, I think, is actually one of the greatest movies, at least of that decade, uh, of this decade, in my opinion. Uh, one of the best dramatic films, especially in the queer cinema movement, um, because it just resonates. You love its characters. Everything about it is so successful in what it does artistically. Um, thematically, emotionally, it comes across. I watched this for the first time with Landon, and he can attest to the fact that I cried like a motherfucking baby at the end of this movie. And it's based on a, <laughs> a novel by Scott Hine. It is. You're right. Yeah. I have not read the no- novel because Say, I don't read. You know, I know me. things. You know a lot you of do? things. I'm, I'm no, like I'm, the, I'm like Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones. I don't drink and I know things. <laughs> <laughs> you need. Oh, okay, I'm gonna get that. Except I'm like two and a half feet taller than him. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Every inch counts, though. But anyway, um, yeah, this, this really is a 
just a powerhouse film. If Ooh. I ran my own Academy Awards, this would win Best, best Picture. You know what's funny? Two thousand four was actually a pretty slow, uh, slim year. So yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I mean, we can't really count on the Academy Awards. Obviously, we know. Yeah. Picked... except for fluffing fat white man's dick. So uh, yeah, particularly yeah. Fat, I don't even watch the Academy sexual Awards. Anymore. Yeah, for real. No, it's like, not even funny. Like I don't. But even I will care. tell you, mm-hmm. Mysterious Skin would have won my Best Picture in two thousand four because Eternal Sunshine came out. Oh, oh, so it's a competing. Head. I guess I need to watch it in order to, to say my pick. But Mysterious Skin will always and forever have a huge... It made a hole in my heart and filled it at the, the same time. The biggest word to describe Mysterious Skin is troubling. Um, more than troubling. troubling. Um, heart-wrenching, um, crushing, devastating. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But in, in, in what it exactly portrays, which I can't even talk about what it is portraying, other than the fact that it is a queer film about um, a young man. uh, About two young men um, whose lives are entangled in 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 ways that are are very deeply confusing and hard to navigate, mm-hmm. especially for these for any young person to mm-hmm. navigate. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I can't get that much into it because it, it's a spoiler, but if you know you know some and depending on your own experiences, which it can be a very, it could be a, a, a bit of a, a triggering movie, um, but if you have had those sort of experiences or those experiences resonate with you, then you catch on right away to yeah. what, it, what yeah. it is about. But it's other other than also what the subject matter is covering. It's it, like I said, it's such a powerhouse of a movie. It's gorgeous as what you can expect from yeah. Greg. Um, it's the the cinematography is like dreamy. It's saturated. It captures this Ooh. sort of this there's a, there's young a, adult nostalgia. Yeah. There's a yeah. very there's a very and I think you named nailed that is dreamlike. There's everything yeah. has like sort of a oh my god the shot where where they're in the the snow and it's snowing. And my, one of my favorite shots is the through the car perspectives. He does that a lot in this movie mm-hmm. where the the. The, the windshield's really dusty. Mm-hmm. So you get this, like, dusty, filtered look yeah. through I everything in the car. Scenes, like, I appreciate when details are paid attention And to Brady me. Corbett yes. is the other young man in that movie. Yes. He and JGL work so... For those of you oh who aren't God. in the know what JGL means, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those two work <laughs> off of each other it. so well. Mm-hmm. And I, personally, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. I think he does mm-hmm. a lot of great work. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, he's got some misses. Um, the Walk. Um, I haven't seen that one. Oh, Don shit. John. Okay, Don John was hard. Really? <laughs> it was hard. He was he's, good. He's, he's directing himself. You know okay, what I mean? okay. He's good. Interesting. He's directing himself. That was hard to watch for me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's also got his hits as well. You know what I noticed about what we're talking about? Mm. It seems like the theme of the early 2000s to 2009 were was this, like, hopeful, dreamy, mm-hmm. uh, like, reality, Aesthetic. existential feel well, to yeah. it. Right? against the reality, and it's, like, existential. A lot of right? this is post-9-11, if, yeah. you, if you'll notice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so it's, like, a lot escapism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, like, dealing with real issues, but, like, in a dreamlike state. Also, yeah. also yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, short king, 5'9 and a quarter. <laughs> Same height as me. <laughs> Wait, do you need to title okay. this? <laughs> do you need to title this the short kings of movies? Oh, we're measuring, like, every short king that appears in all of our movies. I mean, the box office king of 2022 <laughs> is actually also a short king, Mr. Tom Cruise, who's, oh only, my God. Like, who's only, like, 5'5". Five, five. I don't care that he's short. I just can't get over the middle tooth. Oh, yeah, the whole thing where the his face tooth. is over here I and can. his tooth is right I here. Yeah. I don't even care. He's Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. That's my boy. Okay. I watched Collateral yesterday. It's oh, still wow. good. Yeah. Still okay, good. Okay, okay. Michael Mann, baby. Michael still good. No. So, Mysterious Skin. Um, basically, wants me to, makes me want to rip the heart out of my chest. And Michelle Trachtenberg is mm-hmm. also in it. And I love oh Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh, my God. Trachtenberg. She's also brilliant. 
Uh, and the looks, the also, the style, the looks are serving. Her hair, though. Her makeup. Yeah. The eyeliner. Yeah. Uh-huh. On point. Uh, the, what do you call it? The lip penciling. Um, oh my gosh, the lip point. liner. <laughs> Marilyn Rajkub also in it, and she's in uh, Dinner in America as well. Marilyn Rajkub. She plays the mom. Uh, oh, which one? Ma- Emmy's, Emily's mom. Emily Skid's mom. Skag's mom. No, in Mysterious Skin. No, Does in Mysterious Skin, she plays Avalyn. Avalyn Friesen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's okay. in fact she's right there. Oh. Okay. 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 Got you. Yeah. She's in everything. I mean, look at that. Show. She really is. Look at that fucking shot. That shot. Oh. That shot. That's when I was that like, shot. that's that point. That's so the money shot. You, in this yeah. movie. you guys can't see it right now, but it's the scene where it's snowing and they're just looking up at the snow, and it's these two best friends who have grown up in the same hometown together. One of them is a sex worker. And one of them is trying to get out of state into New York, uh-huh. and they're like, sir, like they're. It's the last scene together um, in that moment before she ends up leaving the state, and it's at that point in the movie where you know emotionally, like you're in for it, mm-hmm. and, because it resonates so deeply, and it's like very specific, very heavy situations, especially for young people to deal mm-hmm. with. But it's something that happens, and it's something that is. Deeply salted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and not to mention, the soundtrack is absolutely magical. It's very good. But um, most Gregoraki movies have good soundtracks. Yes. He, yeah. he uh, what do you call the genre again? Um, shoot. What do you, what, His like, genre? The, the genre that he, he loves. Music-wise? Like, Music-wise uh-huh. using, like. Shoegaze. Shoegaze, exactly. Shoe-gaze. So you've got Cocktoo Twins, you've got Harold Budd. Cocktoo Twins are all over the fucking soundtrack. Oh my god, always. Oh, I'll have to listen to it. I, I'm not a Shoegaze fan. I mean, if I do, I'm gonna. <gasps> if I do, it's gonna be Slow Dive or My Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine, which he um, also uses. He does, yes. Mm-hmm. He uses uh, Slow Dive a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Slow Dive. Mm-hmm. Slow Dive's great. Yeah, Allison. they're great. Yeah, Allison's a great song. Mm-hmm. Great song. And then obviously, you know, My Buddy Valentine's a great band. <laughs> but there's one thing I love as much as movies, it's going to be music. Yeah, uh, of Everyone course. Knows of that. course. I Everyone mean, there would be that. no, like, I mean, there were movies without sound and without music for a while, but they would still be playing music. But if, you look, at, if right. you look at the invention of the motion picture, it coincides with the invention of the musical as well, mm-hmm. the Hollywood musical. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the second ever Best Picture winner was a musical. Oh, there you go. Well, you can't really do a movie. And the first music. one was a silent film. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. But but with silent films, there's music. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's actually have, a nude scene. There's music. actually a nude scene in the first Best Picture winner as well. Really? Wings. Mm-hmm. It's a yes. war film, but it's a World War One film because the film came out before World War Two even happened. Oh, that's kind of creepy. There have Crazy been ninety history. Oscars, so the Oscars started in 1920, 1932 or something. Wow, and you know what's funny is that millennials don't care. <laughs> yeah, we have that. <laughs> we don't, don't, <laughs> care. We don't care. <laughs> which, like, okay. Which is really funny, and that brings me to my next point, which is I was going to say is uh, next month we're going to be doing a director retrospect, and I'm not going to tell you what director, Ooh, but I don't know that young people are going to give too much of a shit about they should, it. They should, though. But they should. But especially <laughs> considering how... Um, influential. How influential his filmmaking has become, especially for... Um, well, I, I'd say for a lot of... Oh, I, I can't even talk about it. It's so iconic. It's iconic. We're gonna That's go, all you need to know. We're going to go from one influential ind- independent filmmaker to another with my next pick. Ooh. And we mentioned John Hawks earlier, and he's in a movie directed by the lovely and talented Miss Miranda July <gasps> called Me and You and Everyone We Know. Mm. I have not seen that and movie. And I love Maybe I did. this fucking movie. Miranda July, if you guys don't know, also yeah. did The Future with Hamish Linklater. And? And 
Kajillionaire, which is one of the best movies that came out in the last couple, uh, couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Um, brilliant, brilliant film. That we got to see at Sundance. That we got to see at Sundance. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost got a pull quote for that one, too. Almost? They, they, te- they emailed me that they were going to use my quote and then just never used it. <laughs> Dang. Too bad. But uh, Y'all hear that? <laughs> John Hawks stars in this movie. Um, he plays a, a shoe salesman and who tries to connect with an eccentric performance artist, mm-hmm. which is basically what Miranda July is anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and the two of them meet and surra- are surrounded by these unique people. And, and what I love about it is John Hawks has two black sons. Oh, really? Because his ex-wife in the movie is black. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But this is before that was, like, a thing. Right. Because mm-hmm. it came out in 2005. Right. No, I do notice that, like, in yeah. indie, having diversity is mm-hmm. probably not... Well, and the, Miranda the, July... Yeah, because it was very white. It was very white, it's yeah. It's very white. Which is... Part of it is weird because now you see a lot of movies mm-hmm. that have diversity. Yeah. So I feel weird watching a movie and that Miranda doesn't have diversity. That's all white. Yeah. <laughs> when when like, she's huh. doing diversity is great because I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't like the future very much. I thought mm-hmm. that it was very too much over the top and too much in her own ass. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but How Much Think Letter is a handsome fella. I, you guys have probably seen, um, what's that TV show that he just did? Mm. Um, the one where he plays the priest. The horror one. Oh! Oh, 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 shoot! I love this show. Um, Midnight Mass. Oh, Midnight no. Mass. <laughs> fantastic like, a... show. Yeah. If you know who Mike Flanagan... Mike Flanagan's the best horror director alive right now. He might she's, be. She's like... Uh, American film. Uh, let me think Let me think about that. Uh, we'll, ta- we'll table that. We'll table <laughs> it, and I need to think about it. It's for, very hard for, to argue that. Because he it even, is very hard to argue He even that. made a sequel to Ouija that was better than the first Ouija because mm-hmm. the first Ouija sucks balls. He's an auteur. I didn't like Ouija. Huh? He, uh, he is an auteur. Tour? Yes, I and would, it's I funny would say because we did interview John Gallagher Jr., who was in Hush, mm. working Hush. alongside You're right. okay. I Mike Flanagan's that. wife, who plays the main character mm. in that mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked about working <laughs> with Mike Flanagan, uh-huh. and he even agrees with me that Mike Flanagan might be the best horror director working. He might just be Gerald's Game. He he's literally rocking everything, and and I don't think I've seen a single thing of his that's been a miss for me. No, like no. period. That is pretty, I have not seen because I think he also did um, Oculus, which I liked a lot did. too. Oculus was good. Oculus, yes. Now, I, I if like... I had to have you pick what production company was the main production company behind Oculus, what would you think? Blumhouse. Nope. Uh, I don't know. Okay. WWE Pictures. Wait, what? Yes. WWE. World Wrestling <laughs> oh. Entertainment Pictures. What? I'm confused. I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, as you should be. Doesn't make sense. That doesn't make I, sense. What are I they going to branch out because nobody likes wrestling anymore, anyways? Yes, <laughs> but I got to. It's not a bad idea. It's the MGM over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Uh huh. But that's weird, right? But back to it's my point. Point. It's, it's like, point. You and me and everyone you know, if you haven't seen this movie, fucking weird. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene where she, the, one of the best shots in the movie, she has her shoes and it has you and me written on the shoes and she has them pointing at each other like they're kissing. Aww. And it's this um, adorable thing and it's Miranda July just being her damnedest. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, love, I love this movie and even my brother who's not a, an independent film fan at all loves this movie. That it, is a really I mean, cute little photo. It yeah. very Absolutely. much brings like Juno, beginning of Napoleon Dynamite. But it came out before all those movies. It's very Amelie. No, it did <laughs> yes, it did. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite came out late in 2005. This it was actually really yeah. Sorry, jinx. <laughs> jinx. Yeah, no, I thought it was earlier than that. No. Yeah, I mean, like I remember being young. Like, Even I, I, I'm getting 
Mm-hmm. I'm getting all of my time. Oh, you're right. It's 2004. It's 2004. Still, I thought it was like 2002. I thought it was like. I wouldn't even. They came out about a year from each other, actually. Oh, okay. August 2004 for for uh, Napoleon. August mm. 2005 for me and you and everyone we know. Mm, this one, right. this one, not as successful as my previous pick. Mm. Um, uh, budget, uh, and of course I'm lying because the budget was eight hundred thousand dollars and it made eight million dollars. Oh, hey. worldwide. That's a very beautiful. skinny budget. It made three million dollars in the U.S. alone. That, so that's a skinny budget. That's. Yeah. I mean, the that micro, is. the micro indie films used to exist in this time period as where they they really don't now. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the, and we'll get into that when we get into our other topic um, that I didn't tell you guys about. Oh shit. I always do this. You know this. Mm-hmm. I always have a topic. Usually I'm prepared. I'm like. <sighs> And and it's funny because this was put out on IFC Films, uh-huh. um, and it debuted, I believe, at Sundance. Which, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because they said when we went to see Gajillionaire that it was like mm. ten or fifteen years since her last Sundance premiere, which was this one, because the future didn't premiere at Tribeca and not Sundance, okay. whereas this premiered. So technically, this one came out January of two thousand five, okay. and was probably recorded while no one had ever seen Napoleon Dynamite yet. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Napoleon was still becoming a thing. Right. I'm still I, surprised. That's that a great a movie, thing, honestly. Really? It's I a great surprised. movie. It's a great movie, but I, I just yeah, always it. found it to be Any so... song that starts with the white stripes is... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I felt you like... Know it's gonna be good. I felt like the movie, I didn't... I felt like I understood it, and I felt like a lot of others did, but I didn't... There were some people, you know, the people in your life that are like mainstream movie only, like, yeah, like they're not yeah, any yeah. deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was surprised so many people liked it because it was so indie, like it yeah. was uncomfortable at times offbeat. and offbeat. So I was like very surprised that people enjoyed it, yeah, and like quoted it so much because I was thinking, you know, it wasn't going to do that because mm-hmm. you got so many people liking it. I'm yeah, like, where the I hell guess, did this come from? I guess it. It does speak to like the virality of movies right, in general. Right, 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 yeah. And the, the virality nowadays we call it like memeiness. Right, of movie. right. <laughs> the memeiness. The memeness. Yeah. The memeness. Yep. What what is the the meme level? Is this movie, movie memeable? <laughs> uh, that one was memeable. Oh yeah. Napoleon Dynamite was memeable. It was very memeable. Yeah. Also, the score for this movie was uh, Alexander Dupla, <gasps> who's worked with Wes Anderson. Really? Every single time. Yeah. Oh, sure. Alexander Dupla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic mm-hmm. uh, composer of I do, of film I do scores. have like a couple of his soundtracks saved. They're my, great. My personal favorite is just Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's one of the. It's one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies. It might even be my favorite. I, I just love when he does stop motion. Oh, for real. Because uh, I liked I liked Isle of Dogs too very much. So, I, just, I have not seen Isle of Dogs. It's, it's very good. It's on HBO Max. Okay, but I gotta put Fantastic Mr. Fox all it's, the way up it's, there. It's incredible. All it's all up, the there. Way up there. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney's best performance, hands down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ten, hands down. ten out of ten. Him, him and Street. Academy Award. Him and the Street Monster, killing it. Oh, the Street Monster. She, she's a Street Monster. She oh my God. she eats and devours everybody else's chances at getting the best <laughs> actress I got nomination. Street throat. <laughs> <laughs> what does that include? Another Oscar nomination? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm like what? Oh so, my God, I got <laughs> lost. Meryl Streep gets nominated for an Oscar just by appearing in a movie. Uh yeah. She That's does. the point I'm making. Um, but yeah, me and everyone you know, uh, everyone we know, is a fucking great movie. And I can't believe neither of you have seen it. I'm a little bit disappointed that neither of you have seen it. Uh, I think I did. I just, it's one of those, like, I, I see movies, like, once, and if they don't make an imprint on me, then they don't yeah. make an imprint on me. That's the poster for the movie. It looks like something I would have watched. Yeah. Like, immediately. I would have been picked it up and watched yeah. it immediately. Oh, guess he's on uh, his way. Baby boy. I'm very happy about that. 
Well, I mean, that's that, that was my pick for my second pick. And I, and I like this movie. I just can't believe neither of you have seen it. I'm a little bit upset that you've seen it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm here to disappoint. We'll move on yeah. to Gina. Your very last pick, and I know what it is, and I'm very happy about this movie. Yes, 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 it is. It's another Gael movie. Um, y tu mama también. Have you seen it? I have not. Directed what? by Oscar winner Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, Cuarón. And yes. I said that correctly because I, <laughs> I am brown. I am brown. Cuarón. I am brown. It's. It stars two of the most handsome Mexican people I've ever seen. Oh. Mr. Gael Garcia Bernal. Both of them are short. And oh my God. Diego Luna. Yes. Oh, he's delicious. Delicious. <laughs> I love Diego Luna. He's Diego Luna. So. Um, also 5'9 and a quarter. Same height as me. He is. He, both of them. It's just, I'm just going to tell you right now. Diego, it's it's kind of like Rudo and Kersey. They have yeah. that that like yeah. really cool um, chemistry. But yeah. I'm saying Rudo Kersey, another good pick by yes, the way. That's yes. a great. Movie. I love Rudo and Kersey, but they're Weird brothers movie, in that good, one. Yeah, they're this brothers. They're best friends, in and this they're one. professional wow. wrestlers. Yeah, well, yeah. soccer players. Yes, yes. Yeah. What year was that? Rudo and Kersey was 2000, 1999, maybe. Yeah. What? No, it's maybe. not that early. Rudo and Kersey came after Ituman. You're right. It might be 2008. They were a little older. 2008. I just oh, wow. know. I'm just going to tell you right now. Itumama también has a scene where Gael and Diego are about to have sex with the main character. Yeah, they are. And they threesome it. And I remember me watching Maribel it. Maribel Verdu. Uh, I remember Woo! watching it as like a 14 year old and seeing Gael and Diego kiss, I was like, oh. we all, I was in the room, it was a sleepover and we and saw that's how she knew she was heterosexual. Oh. He freaked, we freaked out because we were like, oh my God. And my dad comes in and goes, what the fuck are you oh watching? Oh my God. <laughs> ¿Qué es esto, Ina? ¿Qué es eso? And I was, and he doesn't care. I mean, we watch Eight Mile as a family. Like, oh, yeah. so, like that's oh, a great God. family <laughs> film. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, everyone wants to see Eminem's ass. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Brittany Murphy yeah. strand up across a wall getting fucked. Right, exactly. It was by like, Eminem. Yeah, by Eminem. I don't know. If that wasn't her proudest moment. Oh, um, and so sorry. yeah, like in this, it's about a woman who, and they don't say why she, but she's a woman that's taking a, a trip. And I'm not going to spoil it for everybody, but she meets these two guys, and then they travel with her around. I would like to mention they are teenage boys. They are teenage boys, and this woman is... A grown adult. A grown woman. Okay. She is a grown woman. So there's a lot of awakening occurring. It's, yes. It's a little wow. bit of a coming-of-age story. Coming. Coming, coming of age. Coming of age. Over and over again. But oh. it's just like this exploration of how they develop their relationship. It's a sexploration. It's a sexploration. Unfortunately, I was just a horny teenager. <laughs> and I was like, these men are beautiful. As soon as I, re- as soon as like, I saw that scene. But like. But like. Oh. But like Diego Luna. But yeah. like Gael Garcia. And, yeah. and it's just funny how in but real like, life they're best friends. And that yeah. was one of their first major movies was, yeah. was them doing that. And wow. I don't know. Did they get a lot of hate for that? They probably yeah, did. Probably. probably. Especially in the grossly homophobic landscape of Mexico mm-hmm. and Mexican people mm-hmm. in general. Because mm-hmm. everybody in the film is Mexican pretty much. Yep. Uh, including yep. director Alfonso Cuarón. Yep. He's a, well, no, the lead actress is Spanish. but Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got that from her. But, like, it's uh, it, it was one of the more influential Influential. <laughs> I mean, that's where I started. Damn, the whole she went a whole two octaves down. For that one. <laughs> influential. Her voice Movies went deeper than of, mine. Of my uh, of my life in general, just because it it just was 
so unexpected. Listen, and I loved it. Julio and Tenok were not the only ones getting an uh, awakening. Uh, <laughs> Gina was also getting one. <laughs> well, sorry, it solidified my love for short men. So, no, oh, that's where it, that's where it all began. That's where it began. Oh, okay, it all comes full circle yep. now. Yup, exactly. Okay, well, well, other than say like the the romantic or the sexual aspects mm-hmm. of it, what why else should we watch the, or should I watch this movie? I mean, it, it's very existential. It's got a it's oh, existential. Wow. It has a, a lot of road trip scenes. I really like those scenes, like where you see people in a car looking out the window. There, oh. It's very pensive. Yeah. Um, there is a pensivicity to it. Yes. Um, and then the, a lot of the colors, the, the way that it's shown, it reminds me of a memory. Um, there's a lot of yellows, mm-hmm. a lot of like orange. moss greens, oranges. Orange everywhere. In um, and it's a very warm, yeah. um, but it's also, it feels lonely. Even though they're all together the whole time, it's a very lonely. I'm not trying to make you wow. sad, but no. but it is like, is okay. it's, I like felt movies. How about yeah. that? They're, deeply I like felted. Deeply felted movies. <laughs> and then Gael has just been the one that does it for me. He's yeah. like, he's always... All of his movies have been. I was not expecting to us to have two against uh, the fringe. I was not expecting us to have two Guile movies in here, but also definitely. Uh, but he's worth it, a hundred percent. I'm glad Diego Luna is here too. Uh, Wait, what year was Mr. Lonely? Mr. Lonely, oh my god! I think that was in the early. Two, part you, of his. you think? I think so. That is like. Two thousand seven. Ooh, it's on the list already. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's on the list yeah, now. Yep, 2007. That's, in the, that's an honorable mention. Honorable film. mention for Yeah, Mr. Diego Luna playing Michael Jackson. Weird. It was perfect. Ooh, that was a quirky movie, too. Very, mm-hmm. yes. very quirky movie, but Her very Harmony cool Kareem. movie. Yes. I will say that. It's yes. a very cool I, It's about death. It, I love death. Right? I'm just, who I, does it? I love death. People I don't, do it all the time. People who don't know death. I mean, <laughs> yeah, weird. people do do death all the time. I mean, I, I haven't done it yet, but I, I mean, I, one day. One day, yeah. I'll be, be fun. Yeah. I'll have the fine. luxury of doing I'll, it. I'll have a good time. People are like, what do you want to die? I'm like, I won't care. I won't be alive. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone, yes. No, and, and back to the movie, I just think that, um, I just think it gave this feeling of like, this is reality for them, right? And this is reality for the main character. Mm-hmm. And she's going through a lot of emotions and, and just the way that she approaches them. She's a pretty fucked up gal. She's a fucked up gal. Like, yeah. but, but the thing is like, I enjoy people who embrace their fucked upness. Yeah. Especially in movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you're always thinking, oh, it's the main character who's morally correct and like makes right. you feel good and yada right. yada. Non-offensive. Non-offensive. Right, right. But I love when characters are problematic. Mm-hmm. I because it shows a more human aspect. Mm-hmm. It's not picture perfect. Right. They don't have the perfect lives. Mm-hmm. And then having that history, especially with her character, having the history of where she came from and how privileged she was, mm-hmm. to now how she's having an existential crisis. For a lot of different reasons, yeah, um, puts her to be more human. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So you want would... queso? Quiero queso, oh. sí. Well, I want what chis. Kind of it? Chis. Cheese break. Cheese break. Mm. Mm. It's good. It got dill in it, huh? I like this cheese. I it's, love dill. I got it from that Smith. Because mm, okay. they have a full like bar. Like I gotta get. Bar. I gotta get gas. Havarti. Havarti. We're having Havarti cheese is fucking gorgeous. We're having a cheese party. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> I like. I love. I love this uh, movie. So, but from Louis what I'm hearing, it's like incredibly introspective. Yes, An introspective. That yes. main character is playing though. 
Huh? She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. I also, I, I'm bisexual. She got great boobs. Mm-hmm. No offense to objectifying you, but, but it is what it is. I appreciate. We only that. objectify men here. I objectify short all the kings. short men. Short kings. Objectify short kings today. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm like the list is long. We got Gael. <laughs> we got Diego. We got Jason Schwartzman. We got Robert Schwartzman. Who else did we mention? Um, the series did. JGL. JGL. Like. They're all Short here. kings. Short, Short kings. kings indeed. Short king round table. <laughs> well, that's it for that movie. Elijah Wood? Elijah oh, Wood. Elijah Wood. Oh, yes. the shortest king yes. of all. Danny Rads? Danny yes. Rads. See, we're in short king episode. They're everywhere. Tom Cruise. Yes. You can't get away from them. Yep. Can't. Yep. I, can't I remember get. Elijah in the movie North. Uh, yeah, he's like five. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> that movie's terrible. It's terrible. But I first time I ever saw a Blue-eyed boy, I was like, uh, right. Oh, wait, you. The Good Son. Mm-hmm. The Good Son's a great movie. That's our fantastic him and Macaulay, movie. Him oh and Macaulay. Macaulay's a dick. Dang, go head of to course. head. Yeah, Macaulay's a <laughs> so dick the whole good. time. Oh my um, gosh. I like that pick. No, uh, I like uh, I like that pick. Good movie. Uh, Short Kings all day. Um, I just rewatched Days of Thunder, and it's really funny because in that movie, that's where he met Nicole Kidman, and they got really? married. And Nicole Kidman's five ten. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, she's a she's tall. Have you guys seen the the videos of her walking out from her divorce? Yes, she was like, "I'm free, I'm free." I am no longer a Scientologist. <laughs> I think Fuck about that every day. I'm like, I need to be that Nicole Kidman. She, she lives in your head, rent free. That's the energy that oh, we yeah. all need. Yes. All right. So, what do you got for me, Shay? What's your last pick? Oh, my last pick. So this one's a closer for sure. Um, if you watch this movie, you will not be able to do anything for the rest of your day. Okay. So I went with a brutal one. Depression. Um, depression. 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 Times a million. I'm here for that. And it is actually based on true events. Um, and it it didn't exactly happen, but you know the footnotes of it are portrayed in the movie and deeply felt it in the movie <laughs> to the point where you really get inside of the character's head and I'm having so it's called Downloading Nancy oh yeah you've seen it yeah, okay. yeah, yeah that yeah, is yeah. a depressing ass movie and uh, how I found this movie was I like to traverse this a website called effedupmovies.com yeah. ooh I, I'm going there right now <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun site it's a spicy Ma- website Maria Bello mm-hmm. she's, in great, Bello. she's a great actress one of the, one of the most well. fantastic and it so, was really yeah. sad upon so, because after usually after I watch a movie, movie and I like it or I feel certain things about it, I, I look up you know its background and how yeah. its reception was handled and all that. It got horrible reception. People yeah. walked out of the showing, and um, yeah, it, it, which is really sad to see because I thought the performances were brilliantly done. Mm-hmm. Um, who played the husband? This is Rufus Sewell. Ruf, Rufus Sewell, 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 an Englishman. He's always a dick, though, in every movie. He's always a dick, but he's, he's like, um, he's English Michael Shannon. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? I also get a little bit of Joaquin Phoenix off of him. Oh, yeah. my God, absolutely. A little Those are good bit. good vibes. Those Just are good like vibes. His, it, it, I would almost say a lot of the performances, except for uh, Maria's, are understated. Jason Patrick's especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's understated, and it, it, so it feels very close. Mm-hmm. To us, to that reality, mm-hmm. to that to the character's reality, yeah. which, upon learning and knowing that this was someone's reality, it's a female written a, movie. And a, fantastic! Mm-hmm. I think I did see that, and it, it was a brilliant written. It's a brilliant, brilliantly written movie, yeah. and it feels so close to the characters and, and what could have and did yeah. end up happening. Yeah. 
It's brutal, and I, I felt very sad watching it, but I was happy that it didn't go in the direction that I thought it was going to go. All I think about when I see this movie is there's a song by a band called the Pink Spiders, mm-hmm. and it's called Little Razor Blade, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing I can think about is razor blades Yeah. when I think of downloading It's Nancy. like, how? okay, so how do I describe... You don't. It's about a woman who tries to get, who hires someone to kill her. <sighs> yeah. To in, kill in, in her. The, it torture her to death. And torture her to death. Because uh, she was... Because it's just Because um, that... she's a white woman. <laughs> Why Woman's Instagram. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's <laughs> H-W-Y-T-E. What? 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 I'm a what? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's about a white woman. But, um, and Jason Patrick plays the guy hired to, okay. hired to, to do, what, do which, the deed. How it, how it is framed in the film. And, it, it you know, you could say, you know, I, I as far as the original case, uh, I decided not to... I don't think it was even released. The original emails were released, but mm-hmm. it was a kind of longer-standing relationship, mm-hmm. long-distance relationship between mm-hmm. these two people. Mm-hmm. It was secret, of course, because she's married, and it's very... Everything they wrote to each other was incredibly sadistic. And she, oh. she's a sadomasochist. Oh, okay. That makes to the extreme. To Whoa. an incredible extreme, and you learn more about... I mean, you don't even really need to learn anything from the sub- context alone. It's already there. Yeah. You know kind of where she's coming from right and it's just following that into you know her trying to get the deed done right and that's what the movie is and you you know it could it could have easily gone into a far more exploitative direction you could say that's maybe where festival critics could have urged it to have gone oh it wasn't enough oh it was too much i think i think for most critics it was too much it was too much I, yeah, it could have been, but it, it's also it is also you know despite what happens and what is shown in the movie and what it's talking about, it's still a pretty understated movie. It's not exploitative. It doesn't take advantage of the main character's mental health and just straight up how fascinating it is. Yeah, yeah. For me, but yeah. at the same time, it's an I, it's an important viewpoint on mental health and on what that could turn into. Of course, you know, it's not, yeah. oh, this isn't everybody. Right, 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 right. But ugh, it's fascinating and it's... Excellent use of Michael Bolton. <laughs> what? <laughs> when a man of the woman. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> so, like, with with, with the her character, mm-hmm. is she, does she fetishize being a sadomasochistic? No. Or she just she is. She enjoys being a sadomasochistic. She, I mean, she can fet- people fetishize yeah. it, yes. It is, it is. So, is there like a sexual counterpart to enjoyment? Oh yes, it? Okay. all of it okay. is sexual. That makes for sense. Her. Okay. okay, all yep. of it for her is, and and you learn where that comes from mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's surprisingly also not. It's a very explicit movie without being very explicit. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Fanta- I, I did not expect. I was expecting. I was like, oh, you know, right. because I'm on the site. <laughs> you it's know, it's a very it's a very international film. Swedish director shot in Canada. Mm-hmm. Huh. Right. But it is a gorgeous. It's very. It's monotone. I'll tell you, of all the films here, this is probably the least exciting one. Mm-hmm. I still like visually. It. Visually, absolutely. No, it looks like shit in a good way. It does. But I like that. It's more yeah. reminiscent of another movie that's in my honorable mention, The Good Girl. The Good Girl. In so far as there's this very sanitized look to the camera. That's a okay. perfect. Like way a Fincher. Sanitized. Like a Fincher style. That's so true. But not even Fincher because Fincher, there's a there's an atmosphere to it. To this, it just yeah. feels drudged. Sanitized. Like you feel the character's purgatory mm-hmm. that she's in. Okay, so like when you say that, all I can think about is fluorescent lighting. That's exactly, exactly. it. Exactly. That's okay. exactly it. Okay, like, so, literally, so I got, okay. you get scenes in a hardware store where it's all fluorescent. That's lighting. exactly uh-huh. it. It's uh-huh. gray, it's blue, okay. it's white. Okay. Gotcha. 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 I love that. I love it when when directors 
highlight the mundane, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I was, uh, yeah. I was talking to someone. Shit, or was I not? Was that just a podcast? I forget. <laughs> it was just a dialogue. It was in your just head. A, it, honestly, it could be a dialogue <laughs> in my head. But like the mundane mm-hmm. is is what makes life. And so someone, what was it? Someone told me that humans were not designed to be happy all the time. We're not designed Mm -hmm. to have extremes all the time. If anything, our life should be neutral the whole Mm -hmm. time. And it's how you make that neutral mean something. So like, I always love movies that take the mundane and, and, you know, like regular stories, but like this has a twist to it where she has this urge that needs to be complete, which Mm -hmm. She, you, anybody can hide that. Anybody, that's yep. anybody you pass on the street could have that. Yeah. But like having that narrative in a movie format mm-hmm. exposes it. Mm-hmm. But it also says that that might be the norm. Not that it's the norm for everyone, right. but that right. is the norm to have know. these. This things was another buried. Sundance pick too. It is. Yeah. And it did not do well. It's like, and so is oh my no, so is my last pick, which it. we'll get to in a minute here. Which Sundance people hate everything. To be fair, sometimes the movies that play there are shit. Oh, I bet. A lot of times. I bet. Yeah. Wounds. Um, the souvenir. The souvenir. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how much you assholes like that movie. That movie sucks. I don't care if any of it really happened. I don't care. Legitimately. Do not give a fuck. It is a rich man's heaven knows what. It's exactly what it is. Gross. Except with more manipulation of white women and less manipulation of drugs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's just annoying, man. What that, annoying that sounds movie. annoying. And heaven knows what is brilliant. Brilliant. Safety Brothers rule. That's what introduced me to the Safety Brothers. That's what introduced everyone to the Safety Brothers. It's a brilliant movie. Brilliant. Movie. Introduced me to them. <laughs> it's on. It's on uh, Netflix. If you haven't seen Heaven is knows it really? what, it's on Netflix along with Uncut Gems, which is another Safety Brothers Uncut movie. Uncut Gems. Silly Fox. And their other movie that's in between the two is on Amazon Prime. Good time. Oh, right. I, w- I don't know why I always forget about that one. Oh, uh, because it's amazing. I don't know how you forget about it. It's <laughs> I don't know. Pattinson's, it is amazing. It's one of Pattinson's best performances. It is amazing. Uh, the Batman, excuse me. He's a tall king. Uh, he's a what? He's a tall king. He's a tall king. He's a tall king. He's very tall. I, I accept those two. <laughs> it's funny because my last pick is about is a, is from a director who we criticized earlier today. Mm. Mm? Who? My last really? pick is, 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 a, is, is a New Zealand-Australian film. Oh! <gasps> Called Eagle vs. Shark. Yeah! Eagle vs. Shark. Written, I'm look it and, up. written and directed by Taika Waititi, and Eagle also written by Lauren Taylor, who stars shark. as Lily the Shark. Mm-hmm. And Jemaine Clement stars as Jared the Eagle. I love everything that Jemaine is Clement Taika is Waititi. in. And I'm actually reviewing a movie called New Tuesday that he's in, and he's absolutely brilliant. They yeah. want that review like ASAP, by the way. I know, emailed they emailed me. me. Yeah. And I'm just like, Eagle uh, it's one of those movies where I really have to put it Did in Did it have words. full dick? It had full dicks. <laughs> yeah. Plural. That's why I say that movie. I find the more dicks happen in movies, I feel like it's catching up to how much boobs have been. I I sent it. I appreciate. I know. I need. I need a love. I sent you that movie specifically because I'm like, I know she's gonna like it, and then you told me you wanted to see it, and I was like, mm-hmm. that just worked I out. Thought, I thought it was just gonna be like one of those like movies I guess uh-huh. you know one of those it's like a comedy. slow burn comedies yeah. but it is like comedy like bing 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 boom oh, boom it's okay. Jermaine Clement it's I'm just, gonna have to oh watch this eagle versus shark so it's yeah it's about two socially awkward mm-hmm. people who uh, fall in love um, and deal with that through various means of yeah. burgers and 
video okay. games. That sounds stuff. like my life. Yeah. <laughs> it, it ought to hold. And my husband and I are just awkward in general yeah. together. It, it does have very much like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. It, it, it's stuff. very similar vibes. It's very much like, yeah. an awesome, like a new Z, a, a Kiwi version of like a Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Right. Lauren Taylor, who plays Lily, is also, she also helped write the movie. And, and anything Jermaine Clement is in, I, oh, want, yeah. I yeah. want a piece of. He's great. Because he's amazing. I want a piece of him. <laughs> him and his gap his gap tooth his gap tooth <laughs> have you seen have you yes, seen an evening with Beverly Loughlin which one I love that movie that movie's stupid as fuck but it's amazing it's which uh, movie an evening with Beverly, Beverly Loughlin, Loughlin uh, starring Aubrey queen. Plaza the queen of film snobbers Aubrey Plaza Oh, the queen. The queen. The queen of film stop reviews. Yes. I will. I will move aside specifically for her, and I got a pull quote for her movie Black Bear. And Emily the Criminal is coming out next month, and it's not very good. No. And it. We'll see. I want to see it still, just for Aubrey. Yeah. I will support Aubrey Plaza. Well, did you see bestsellers last year? I did not. Don't see it. Okay. It's her and Michael Caine, which you think would be good, but it isn't. Oh damn! Aubrey That's Plaza. So sad. I'm still gonna watch it. <laughs> I just need every. But anyways, Eagle vs. Shark is right in my wheelhouse because it is a romantic it comedy, very much is, yeah. and that, as we know, is my expertise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Romantic comedies, rom coms. Yes. Yes. yes, I am the king of the rom com, and I love this rom com in particular. I remember seeing it um, right around when it came out because uh, it came out in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and I remember renting the DVD. Would you say on. that would be the not the movie that got Taika big? No, like, it's the one that got him American exposure though, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I wouldn't film, say that's the yeah. breakout one. Obviously, the breakout one is um, the vampire one. Yeah. yeah. Um, what we what do in the, do the shadows. shadows? Yes. Oh, that show too. Like, I haven't seen the show. I haven't the seen whole, the show. No, you guys need to. Like, it is, <laughs> it is so quippy. And, and just Well, I would funny. assume so, yeah. It is, no, it just captures you, and then, oh, I got, it I love so it. It looks so That's another one of those things that I'm like, it's going to resonate too hard, and then I'm just going to go everywhere. That's the like, thing, is like, I was sad when it stopped. It, like, it, it, did, it hasn't stopped, but oh. it, when, like, the season, <laughs> like, the last episode of the season, like, you just can't get enough of it, because the characters yeah. are hilarious. Yeah. Like, How hilarious. many seasons are there? It's like three, four. four? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's a good, there's um, a healthy amount okay, okay. if you want a healthy. Okay. It's know, funny show. because it came out after Napoleon Dynamite, and then mm-hmm. and when it, the film did come out, there was inevitable uh, comparisons to Napoleon. Uh-huh. Right. But Napoleon's not directly a romantic film. No. It no. just so it just so happens to have a romance in it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is not a spoiler because if you haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> right. right. What is wrong? Yeah. There's just some. Watch it. Some movies brilliant. where you so just many. can't it's just brilliant. keep it away from It's literally it. brilliant. And I mean, anytime mm-hmm. you hear canned heat, you can't help but say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a sell my big weapon. I bet you have that dance memorized. No, Brian Shockley did that. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I need to see this. He did it for us during one of our uh, one of our rehearsals for a show that uh, a drama thing we were doing, and he oh did he did it for us on stage. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh, that's awesome! That's yeah. awesome. I haven't heard that name forever too. It just brings such joy. Yep, such joy. Uh-huh. The is just a great movie. Go for me and all of your wildest dreams will come true. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if Go you for want Pedro. to chase like Napoleon Dynamite. You got bird versus shark. Eagle versus Eagle shark. Eagle versus shark. Eagle versus Eagle shark. shark. This is a great fucking movie, man. I love this movie, and obviously, Flight of the Concords came afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, it is a solid movie. We stand uh, Flight of the Concords for sure. Of course. Here, because uh, that shit's good. Yeah. Shit's oh, funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Have you guys seen Gentleman Broncos? No. Also, amazing Jared Hess movie, but for some reason, after. Yeah. Well, he made a movie. He made Mr. Woodcock after that. No one liked that movie. I. 
Jared has Jalen Broncos. But he's like very like he can be very under okay. the radar. Jared Hess is fucking great. He is amazing. He's great actually. He is amazing. I haven't seen Gentleman Broncos though. It is amazing. But he it also is. made Nacho Libre, so. Nacho oh, Libre. Nacho. Legendary. Who does not like Nacho I Libre? I love Nacho dude. Libre. The best movie. You know no. what? You know what? I'm gonna get a tattoo of like now. Nacho no Libre way! I didn't know Jared Hess directed the Postal Service video for We Will Become Silhouettes. Really? Oh, really? I just looked this up, and it says... Oh, that movie. I love that It's the one where they're the family. It's him and Jenny Lewis are the family, and they strap up to be astronauts. Oh, maybe. I haven't seen that much. Jenny Lewis. I love Jenny Lewis. Rilo Kylie, baby. She just put out a new solo album, too. Did she? Yeah, it's really good. I'll have to find it. He did that video in between Nacho and Napoleon. Get the cheese. Yeah, more cheese. And then he did Gentleman Broncos in 2009. Don Verdeen in 2015. Masterminds in 2016. Mastermind sucks. Okay. It's not good. And then he directed episodes of Last Man on Earth, which is a very funny show. I saw the first episode of the show, and I liked it. It was pretty good. <laughs> but Eagle vs. Shark, Taika Waititi has a new movie coming out this week. It's a Thor movie. No one gives a shit. No. Really? Yeah, no one gives a shit. It's Thor. I don't give a fuck. I, I feel like, like Ragnarok. All of that? Uh, yeah, but I've already heard that it's not nearly as interesting as Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all just random now. I just feel like every freaking, the whole, all the theaters are just superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's well, really nothing else. Technically, that or they're, you know, shirtless men playing beach volleyball like they're in Maverick. <laughs> we need more. We need you more said that. that, I thought of the movie with The Rock and Zach Efron. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Baywatch. Baywatch, oh, yeah. That's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. That's a very bad movie. <laughs> that's a very bad movie. <laughs> the superhero movie Whiplash is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I More just so can't keep track anymore. Um, and I'm not even keeping track. I'm just like, yeah, right. Like, okay, so like another one came out. Throwing more. I don't more care. But Ma- Maverick suffers from having too many handsome people in it because mm. Tom Cruise is Stop in it. Us. Miles Teller has a great mustache mm. in it. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh. Bill. Uh. Bill Pullman's son is in it. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, the president from uh, Independence Day. Oh, really? Yeah. Bill Pullman. I remember him. Yeah. He was also the dad in Casper. Yep, yep. I remember Casper too. His Sorry. son is in it. Um, uh, what's that guy's the one guy's name? Uh, but yeah, Miles Teller has a damn good mustache. Um, Val Kilmer is older. John Hamm is <gasps> Val in this Kilmer's movie. Val Kilmer's back. Oh, they yeah. that. Glenn Powell. It has a six pack in this movie, and it's ridiculous. It makes me angry. I'm like, <laughs> I want to have a six pack. Like, um, that's a six pack right there. And okay. I, I, I mean, look at that look mustache. Look at that smile. Look at that oh, mustache. like that mustache. Mm, mm. Miles Teller. Actually. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that's his mustache? That's his mustache. Good for him. That's a real mustache. Those are some fertile mustache yeah. glands. Those are good mustache glands. And then look at that Glenn Powell with no shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, playing Miles, beach volleyball. Oh, Miles oiled Teller, up. though, yeah. Mm. I approve of him. Approved. Yeah. yeah. He looks so much older with a mustache. He though. really does. Like, he doesn't yeah. even look like himself. I mean, really? He, yeah. like, they even used it in the promo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't even bother. Aww. They don't even bother. <laughs> no, they're like, we understand what we understand why you're here. It's the mustache. It's oh, the yeah, mustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Like he was trying to. And I mean, John Ham wearing a tight uni. John Ham. John Ham. I mean, that's a pretty handsome fella right there. That is a, a very handsome cast. Handsome trailer. That is a very. I mean, handsome Jennifer Connelly's in the movie. Jennifer Connelly. No, okay. You know what I Jennifer Connelly's a babe. Forget John Han. Right? Oh, Jennifer Connelly, I've always wanted to love about her is her eyebrows. I don't know why. Yeah. She's got great eyebrows. Peak cinema. Peak cinema. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick. 
very nice. Great movie. <laughs> smells pretty. Uh, ladies, uh, I didn't tell you about this, but we're going to talk about our favorite movies of the year because it's halfway through the year. Uh, ooh, okay, okay. That's going to be really hard Just for pick me. a couple that you've already seen that you really enjoyed. <laughs> Just pick a couple. And we'll spit up. But before we do that, Shay. What else did you have as honorable mentions on your list? Oh, shoot. We're going to talk about some honorable right. mentions. All right, should I just run through them? Like just run through them, and if we've seen them, we'll right. talk about them mm-hmm. in a little bit. All right. We'll talk about them a little bit. All right. So I get, I'll start, we start at 2000, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I, I wrote these chronologically, but by genre, mm-hmm. so I'll just run through them. Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Um, I did write down Pulse. Yeah. The Eye, um, which yeah. I believe is Thai Horror. That's Thai. Um, May. Great horror movie. We talked about that one last month. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Queer. Queer horror cinema. Um, Dark Water. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Dark Water. That's a good one. That, isn't that the one that's, con- like, everyone says that it's that one girl who died in the... in the. That's like Bungo. Is that... Wasn't it Dark Water? That everyone thinks that the girl who died in the cis- the water cistern at the top of the Cecil Hotel... Uh, no. I, that everyone thinks that Dark Water was the one that, that inspired her suicide or mm, or maybe. something like that. I forget. Maybe. It, it's, it, it, maybe. Yeah. I Dark just, Water does take place in an apartment complex, but a large part of it, or like a an essential part of, of that whole story mm-hmm. does happen at the top of the apartment complex. Right. And there's like, there's water that comes out yeah, that's all like gross. Yeah. That's what happened to the Cecil Hotel was that she died somehow she got into the water cistern at the top of the building and yeah. was decaying. Well, the People Cecil Hotel's saying, haunted, so. Oh, it's super haunted. Super, super haunted. haunted. Where is this? LA. Uh, LA. Oh, it, okay. like, like, a lot of serial killers, mm. you know, were there. Mm-hmm. It's a very romantic spot. Oh, they did a whole season, the hotel season, yes. based on the Cecil Hotel. Oh, American really? The yep. American Horror oh, Story okay. It's based on the Cecil Hotel. Yep. Yeah. Well, then Dark Water may, may have been inspired. What else you got? Yeah. Um, Gozu by a uh, crazy-ass director, what's his name, by Ichi. He also did Ichi the Killer. Uh, Park Chan-hook? No. Park Chan-zook? Something like that? Par- not Park Chan-wook. Um, a crazy it. motherfucker. Park Chan-wook is amazing. He is. It's, it's real shit. No. Uh, Gus Van Sant's Elephant. That was on my list. Elephant. elephant. Gus Van Sant in general, fantastic. Yes. Uh, my pr- own private Idaho, we talked about. I don't, we didn't mention it enough last month, in, or queer, because it's not queer oh. horror, but... My own private Idaho. Excellent movie. Go Love Gus Van Zandt. Love Keanu. Also, Paranoid Park mm-hmm. could have been on this list as well. I have not seen that. Which is also a Gus Van Zandt movie. I do really want to see it, but I'm like, got to prepare for that It's a great one. movie. Uh, Dumplings. I don't know if you've heard Dumplings. that. Oh, one. yeah. That's the that uh, Christina Ricci movie. Uh, no. No, that's Pumpkin. That's, yes. That's Pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, I think there is actually a, a Christina Ricci movie called Darlin'. I could be wrong. No, it's just Pumpkin. That's oh, what okay. I'm thinking of as Pumpkin. Uh, but yeah, Dumplings is... Uh, Korean horror, I believe, oh, okay. and uh, it's very. Um, if you're very much into, uh, I'll say it, put it this way, pro-choice horror, I would point direct you to that one because <laughs> it's very kind of campy. It's very funny, but it's also like kind of gross. Yeah, it's just about uh, a lady okay with that. Who who chases like rejuvenation and like youth. So um, she's Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> But it's so much fun. Bathing um, in the blood of virgins. We also have the very uh, notorious found footage movie, No Roy. No Roy? No Roy. Which, uh, it, it's, the director is very famous for just making, like, the most, like, low-budget, like, horror movie. He basically and, like, almost iconic. makes snuff films. Yeah. Oh. Well, no. No. Oh. Like, the paranormal found footage. Oh. Not snuff. Not anywhere near that. Mm. But you do get some really like twisted imagery uh-huh. and some crazy things happen, yeah. and yeah. it's like it's faux, about curses. It's faux and... snuff. Okay, it is not faux snuff. <laughs> it is 
It's literally not. But anyway. Faux light. Oh. Snuff light. <laughs> I did write down the movie Bug by William Friedkin, which I, I'm so sad that nobody has Didn't seen Didn't I tell you most of these were going to be horror? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, her thing. That's, that's her, my thing. That's her thing. <laughs> that's like, my work. When you see mine, you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all going to be like, each person's is going to be like, yeah. super like them. Because yeah. well, there's one that, she, uh, that Gina wants to talk about, and I'll let her mention it after you go through your list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because she had one honorable mention she wanted to discuss. I forget which it was, though, because I had a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to discuss that one. Ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> Continue. Hype. Um, I also had a, a documentary film that was like the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Um, you you guys have heard of the documentary Tickled, right? No. Is that the one where, where, t- yeah, where the, it talks about people who have a fetish for being tickled, right? Yeah, being paid. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. Great documentary. Interesting. It's like this, only it's about... Extreme tickling. No, it's actually about... So you know those creepy, like... Those creepy movies about, like, torture mm-hmm. and basically snuff films, mm-hmm. actually. Like The Girl but Next Door. Exactly. But it works. Um, like, August Underground. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, all that stuff. So it's about those filmmakers, but one filmmaker in particular, who we don't know is actually... We don't know if he's actually a murderer or not. Oh. Um, and it's just kind of investigating him, and he's just very strange uh-huh. versus, like... August Underground, who just talks about his shit. Right. He's just like, yeah, this is what I do. This guy, the Sandman, has volumes and volumes and volumes of women who he quote-unquote kills, um, but not actually kills, but at the same time, we don't know whether or not he he might be. Oh. He might have done something. So that, a very interesting documentary. I can't tell if it's pseudo-documentary or Uh what. But it's it's at least a partial documentary. Right, right. Very entertaining. Following that, I have the uh, pseudo-documentary Long Pigs. Have you guys heard of that? No. Yeah, I'm going to just send me the list so I can just watch <laughs> no. them because yeah. that would be great. They're, they're, yeah, they're all, they're, they're all hitters. <laughs> I don't think I chose any that I thought were stupid, except for one that I did want to mention for people specifically not to watch because I want to raise awareness about it. Um, but Long Pigs, it's uh, a pseudo-documentary about uh, a cannibal and they like he sh- he's just like it's just funny because of how dark it is he yeah. literally takes this camera crew into his basement and shows them how he kills people and prepares them for meals but it's played off so deadpan mm-hmm. that it's just like straight up hilarious <laughs> that is funny it's pretty funny uh i also have inside which is the french horror film in 2007 yeah that's um, one of the one of the french extremity films I'm of which glad. there are many like razor blade romance A.K.A. High Tension. Switchblade Romance. Oh, I hated that A.K.A. Movie. High Tension. I hated Haute Tension or whatever. Haute Tension. I can't speak know. French. <laughs> I can't speak French. Neither can Listen, I. Listen, you heard my pronunciation of the science of sleep. It wasn't that bad. Nah, yeah. It, it sounded good. legit. It was good. Thanks. It was legit. I can't speak French. Ha ha. Ha ha. What's all I know? Omelette du fromage. I am actually from France. From Dexter's lab. Omelette du fromage. Say it again, Dexter. Omelette du Anyways, <laughs> uh, um, moving forward, I also have another French film, which is Martyrs. The that's original. that's the French extremity film. The French extremity. Nah, uh, After that, I have Splinter, which is actually a, a kind of a first boring, but then very entertaining uh-huh. horror film about uh, a parasitic creature that spreads, yeah. kind of like the thing, but it like I I don't even remember. The funny thing is, there's a horror film, film that's on my list. It's not on your list. I'm so excited to hear There's two of them, actually. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, After that, I have Pontypool, which is actually a a horror about, um, how would you put it? Like, cosmic horror. Yeah. But it takes place at at a radio station, and it's very fun. Cosmic horror. Yeah. Yeah. It's an exploration of space. 
of well, space in the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unknown to man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also have Let the Right One In. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yum, yum, Swedish yum. film. Mm-hmm. Let Swedish. the Right One In. We yes, don't talk I know about that the one. Remake. I do know that one. We don't. We don't talk about the remake. We don't talk. Well, no, I've never seen it. Don't don't see it. <laughs> but the uh, the original, uh, which is a great Swedish movie, uh, great vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we mentioned it yes. last month. We did. Yeah. We did. Good exploration of just overall uh, sexuality as far as being young and exploring yourself. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't. I don't even know. It's like it's got like the subtext of uh-huh. sexuality without uh-huh. being overt. Yeah. Without being yeah. overt, it was just like a part of. It's the just the way. Yeah. It was smart the way that it was created yeah. in yeah. that aspect. Like I, if you did it overt, I don't think it would have worked. Yeah. It no. was just like it was almost like it was played out, yeah. but just like by the character, the characters just. I don't know. No, it's a great movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it is a fantastic yeah. great, movie. Great, great movie. Um, after that, I have the uh, another cannibal film called Offspring, uh, which was the kickoff to the uh, what would eventually be The Woman, which is a fantastic uh, feminist She talks uh, about this all film. the time. I oh, really? Know. And he, he, you haven't watched it, have you? No. No. <laughs> that's fine. Um, and then after that, oh, I guess that's 2010, but I was also going to say Beyond the Black Rainbow. Which is a great movie, but does not qualify for this list. <laughs> Okay. Beyond the Black Rainbow is a great movie, though. And then uh, 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 on the other side, I also, I'll just end it here, but um, I wanted to mention a movie that you probably should not see, like, ever, and that is The Heart is Deceitful, above all things. I was going to mention that, that you shouldn't see that movie. You were? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, it, for a lot of reasons. It's not on my list because that movie sucks. Yeah, for a lot of, it, 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 I, okay, so I have mixed feelings I like the it. title. What's it called? The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things. Heart and it's directed by the daughter of Dario Argento, Arcia. Arcia Argento. Yeah. Arcia. She also wrote the movie. Arcia Argento. Yeah. She wrote it. Um, and it's a very badly made film. Oh. I feel like it's actually quite interestingly made, but it's... Oh my god, it's subject matter. And then also considering what happened afterwards, if you don't already know, Arcia Argento was accused by... At the time, he was a child... Um, of of uh, statutory rape um, of her child star years and years later when he was 16, 17 years old she ended up um, yeah, that, that ended up happening he, he accused her for it and then uh, yeah, this was during the Me Too movement right after she came out about Harvey Weinstein um, so there's well, a lot, yeah. it's a pile of shit Two I don't know why but right. I, when I found out she was with Anthony Bourdain I was like I am very no. confused. Yeah, I was very confused about like, that. Like, I feel like that would be a really toxic relationship. It, he's one of those guys that uh, younger ladies tend to think is a zaddy. So. He is a zaddy. He, he was a zaddy. zaddy. He was a zaddy. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. But he Rest was a zaddy. In peace. Yeah, 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 he was a zaddy. Yeah. But, like, that raises questions. Yes. It raised yes. a lot of questions for me. And it's the sub, just the context of the movie itself and the yeah. making of the movie is very strange. Yeah. Uh. Not to mention Marilyn Manson is in it. That's oh, he's sorry, Brian. Uh, Brian Warner. Brian oh, is that not? He's not Marilyn Manson anymore. Um, not to me. Oh, okay, not, not to me. No, no, no. Yeah, he's all separate the individual. art from the artist. Brian yeah. Warner is a sexual deviant. Yes, Marilyn yeah. Manson's a musician. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I Marilyn Manson that. is a persona. It's yeah. a character. Woodrow yeah. Allen. Woodrow Allen is a fucking abuser. Woody Allen is a great director. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. It, it's the it's the artist. It's the persona. It's the character. Yeah, yeah. It always gives me conflict of conflicted feelings. Well, and now for some, to, to quote Monty Python, now for something completely different. My list. <laughs> yes. uh, obviously, Garden State. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotta start there. Yes. Hannah Take the Stairs, which Don't is one of the one. first like mumblecore movies. That in the puppy chair. Mumblecore. Oh. Mumblecore is like the 
if you've ever seen a Duplass movie, they basically uh-huh, invented uh-huh. naturalistic Core. acting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that going on. Uh, saved. Oh, saved. Oh, yes. I just watched that. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Ghost World. Ah, oh, Ghost World! It's I own the book. Damn. And I love the movie. The, oh. the graphic novel is incredibly good. I oh, oh good. Steve Buscemi. It cry. It, the, oh, Steve Buscemi. <sighs> Honestly, you guys just told me Steve Buscemi died. This is how oh, wait, what? disconnected I am. You he told didn't. me earlier. You no, know, he didn't. Die. Oh, no, I he thought died. you said you said R.I.P. for Steve Buscemi. Oh no, I just said he wasn't at the Sundance. Oh, okay. Oh no! Steve Buscemi died, I would not be here. Right we would now. need a national day of mourning. I I was mourning this whole time. Oh my God. So sorry. He's a king. <laughs> well, he's he's God. Anyway. We like yeah, our we yeah, like our bug eyed king. Bug eyed king. Oh, yes, the bug eyed king. I was like, there's what? something about those bug eyes I just hate, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Those crooked teeth. They but just he's be great. Hitting, right? I can't. I, I can't explain it. Forever, Mr. Orange. Right? He was no, in a great orange. movie that I saw oh, at Tribeca. Yeah. Actually, Steve Buscemi called the year between. The year between. Oh, I really enjoyed it. It was he played he played the dad of a basically a burnout college student. Sounds like something you would do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pieces of April, um, a great Thanksgiving movie starring um, Katie Holmes. Mm -hmm. Great independent flick. Um, David O. Russell's first film, I Heart Huckabees. Oh! Oh! Jason Schwartzman flick! Sucking on Jason Schwartzman's boob. It it was amazing. (laughs) It was the best. Another short king, Dustin Hoffman, is in that movie as well. Oh, yeah. But I don't like the movie enough to pick it because of what David O. Russell did on set. What? And that is... Yell at Lily Tomlin. We don't yell oh. at Lily Tomlin. No, no one yells at you Lily Tomlin. You don't disrespect Lily Tomlin. You do not do that. I'm a... Oh, not to mention, but Ni- Naomi Watts is also in I Heart Huckabee. Yes, yes, she, she is. is. Yep. And she looks gorgeous. Yes. We didn't great. mention Moho and Drive either. No, we did. Ooh. Not on this podcast. Oh. It qualifies. It came out in 2001. It's an independently made it's feature. It's a David Lynch film, right? Yes, but it was independently made. I thought it was 99. Ooh, David Lynch. Like I, could, I could talk some David Lynch. Sorry. All right. Uh, I love we need me. to do a David Lynch run. Charlie Bartlett. Um, great movie. Mm-hmm. Anton. Yeah, isn't it? And he's great. Margot at the Wedding. Nicole Kidman, Julia Roberts. Mm. Really good. Once, which is a musical. Oh, yeah. Of course, I like that movie. My, you know what's funny? I've never seen that movie, but I grew up listening to the soundtrack because my mom the soundtrack's had the incredible. Mm-hmm. Really? Incredible. Yeah. yeah. So he, one of the guy, the lead character, the lead character is played by a real musician Glenn Hansard, amazing, who plays a busker in Ireland, and he falls for a piano player who's a, a immigrant to I have bloody Ireland. Nose. Sorry, um, I have a bloody nose right now, you guys. So, it just I, happened. Yeah, it just no, no, it's because I punched her directly in the face. She he With punched feelings, me. <laughs> all the feelings, all the feelings. Oh, that happens to me too. <laughs> it's the summer. It is the summer, and that will be happening. <laughs> I get bloody noses a lot, so <laughs> I just got like a couple. Like, another really good indie flick, The Wackness, starring uh, yes! Olivia Thirlby <gasps> and Josh Peck. Josh Peck plays a weed dealer in the '90s. Such a good soundtrack. Great soundtrack. It, 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 it's like, all '90s hip hop. Oh, it's '90s hip hop. It, it's oh, it's what's his face, Josh, right? Josh uh, Peck, yeah. Josh Peck. Uh, another guy. I just love all the guys. How Olivia about that? <laughs> Olivia Thirlby, who's just, just gorgeous. Simp. Yes, I'm just such a simp for. Guys, so uh, <laughs> uh, uh, control by Anton Corbin, which is a biopic of Ian Curtis. Oh, I don't know what you mean. Show the fish on. Yes, he showed that to us uh, the last Sunday. actually. Oh, it was very interesting yeah. and depressing. Chuck and Buck, which is one of the first films that really started the videotape wave of the night from the late nineties. Uh-huh. Um, they used to shoot on actual camcorders. Huh. Soderbergh started it on a camcorder, actually. Mm. Uh, Chuck and Buck's one of those films. Manic, which is the first time that JGL and Zoe Deschanel worked together before 500 is. Really? Oh. Yeah. Huh. 
Dirty Pretty Things. Uh, Dirty Pretty Things. Audrey Tattoo. Amazing. Um, Cabin Fever. Really? Cabin yeah. Fever? Yeah, it was too... Yeah, that's oh, the... Oh, uh, I yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah, you're missing out. So, uh, that's a horror movie that you didn't have on your list. It's Eli Roth, right? Yes. That's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm not that... So, as much of a horror fan as I am, I don't like Eli Roth. Well, the good, the good girl also on this list, that's Jennifer Aniston and Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. That's a good flick. Good yeah. One hour photo, another pseudo horror film. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Ooh, Amazing. That one freaked me out. It Great did. Film. It was good though. It like, uh, like you said earlier, like a very when it pans sanit- out and you see all the photos. Film, a very yeah. sanit- sanitation yeah. film, like yeah, yeah. sanitized, sanit- film. Yeah. sanitized looking, but at the same time you have those striking uses of color where yeah. it's like and it's mostly just primary. used in the photos. Yes. Yeah. 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 Brilliant film. It's a fever dream film. Fantastic yeah. Robin Williams. Spring, Robin summer, Edwards. fall, winter, and spring, which is a Japanese film, uh-huh. Korean film. Good movie. By who? Um, I forget the director's that name. Very familiar. Um, but it's a cool movie. I, I remember seeing it and thinking to myself, man, can all Asian cinema be this good? Yeah, it's a Korean film uh, by Kim, Do- Kim, uh, Kim Ki-duk. Okay, I have not heard of that. He also wrote the movie and plays the lead role. Hmm. Great movie. Um, the Baxter, which is Michael Showalter. Uh, first directorial debut, Brick. Brick. The Chum Scrubbers, which you mentioned. JGL. Yes, JGL. Snow Angels, which is a great movie um, that you guys probably have never seen. Um, teeth. Teeth. You didn't mention Teeth. I have not seen Teeth. I know what it is, though. And I'm grossly disappointed story. because you're always the one that mentions Well, teeth. that's why I didn't mention it. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be redundant on my part. Uh, <laughs> a great rom-com called The Exploding Girl. Starring Zoe Kazan, who ended up being the mid two thousands rom com queen, basically, mm-hmm. with Ruby Sparks. What if mm. she's in a lot of them? Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I love Ruby Sparks. Bart got a room. Mm. Bart got a room. That's a really fun indie flick with uh, Alia Shawkat. <gasps> oh, I love her. Yeah, she's the best. Duck. Have you seen Duck Butter? Yes. Great LGBTQ film. I love that. Yeah, great film. Dead Girl, another horror film you didn't Dead mention with Noah Sagan. I have not seen that one. Yeah, Noah Sagan and this other guy find a dead body. Different things and about it. And it's completely naked Asian woman. Yeah. Eden Lake. Uh, didn't mention it, but it is it is a horror film. Interesting. Not. You chose that one. I, it's on my <laughs> You list. made a choice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Rachel Getting Married. I have heard of that one. Yeah. That's a... Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway got nominated for the Oscar for it. Um, it's a decent film. Was that Paramax? Um, yes. Mm. Wendy and Lucy, Michelle Williams and a Dog. Great little uh, slice of life existential uh, film from 2008. Aww. Good film. Cute Dog. Aww. Yorgos Lanthimos's Dog Tooth. Okay, okay, pretty good. Didn't yeah. mention Yorgos Lanthimos. No, I didn't. Uh, Lake Mungo, which is one of the best Australian horror films that you'll ever see. It's great. It's good. It's mockumentary. I Mock- love it. Uh, yeah. My son, my son, what have you done? Hmm. Which is Michael Shannon. <gasps> we love Michael Shannon. I cannot believe you guys. Election, <laughs> Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Election, which I love. Oh, with the uh, Matthew the Broderick and Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, Sin Nombre, which is a Mexican film. I've seen that one. Great, great film. Very. Isn't it a documentary? No, it's oh, it's, a, it's a it's a film, but yeah. it's it's definitely it's about um, immigrants coming from Mexico and Honduras, Mexico mm-hmm. and Honduras, and going over the border and all that stuff that they have to go through. It's really yeah. a heavy movie, is what it is. Really heavy. And then the last one is one Gina really wanted to talk about, and that is uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, okay. With, I have seen that one. Will with Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And, and Emma Thompson, yeah. I don't know why I like that movie, but it's <laughs> it was literally 
the foundation of my trauma, or at least, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? Why this movie, right? Uh-huh. So the thing that I hate in my life is routine. Uh-huh. And Will Ferrell embodies routine. It's a really movie. sharply made movie. Yeah, very sharply. I really like the character development. I like how it, it's it's definitely like told throughout. But I, for some reason, created this phobia of routine watching this movie. Okay, thinking about wow. a guy who brushes his teeth a certain amount of times every day at the same time, at mm-hmm. the same time, mm-hmm. getting a specific drink every day, going to work, and like actually like just doing the eight to five mm-hmm. like office thing kill me he's he looks happy doing it he's mm-hmm. you know what i mean he has nothing else going on in his life yeah i freaked out yeah i was like people actually wow. live this way uh-huh. like yeah. i never want to live that way it yeah. freaked me out and like the thing is is if i ever feel like my life is becoming routine mm-hmm. i start thinking of will ferrell and i'm like no i gotta you gotta fuck be it up somehow. I gotta fuck. I am literally chaotic good, is what I am. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I do. And so, like, every. That's funny because she's not chaotic good. She's. You're not chaotic She's chaotic good? evil. You're chaotic. Yeah. All right, all right. Then I, we are. I am definitely chaotic neutral. Yeah, well, yeah you are. We are literally oh the trio. Oh my God. Because. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, every. Like, the routine part freaks me out. And, like, in my head, I'm like, I never want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because then it feels like life ended <laughs> yeah well, i guess that's a p- point of the film yeah, yeah that is kind it. of the point of the film and mark forster is the director and he is a very good director uh-huh. done a lot of good stuff he also did one of the worst bond movies you've ever seen you know i mean james talked about this a few months ago on our on the cat it's been <laughs> late. He, he directed quantum of solace which uh, is a steaming pile it. of shit <laughs> i have not seen that one but he also did monster's ball finding neverland what finding neverland yeah finding wait neverland. johnny depp johnny and depp. uh kate oh, winslet okay. Oh, I was thinking leaving Neverland. Yeah, yeah. What uh, happens after fighting? Kite, kite Runner, Machine Gun Preacher, <laughs> kite runner. World War Z. Oh, wow. Yep. All I See Is You. And he did the, the Christopher Robin movie. That was the last thing he did. Oh, wow. So the guy's really good director. He's been around. He's a very good director. German director. Very good. Gets a lot out of his actors. And you can see that in Will Ferrell's performance in Strange in the Fiction. Because Will Ferrell is not a good actor. Oh, no, no, no. He's very, like, one note. A mm. lot of the times, mm. but he got a lot out of him there. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to have that role occur and, and to make that happen. Yeah. That was my list, and it was a very long list. <laughs> very good. But there's some good movies on there. Um, I do want to mention that um, James's picks were Half Nelson, mm-hmm. Little Miss Sunshine, oh, of course, and Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Basic ass bitch. Good. James. L- good list, James. Yep. Wish you're, you were here. You're a basic bitch, James. <laughs> I have a couple. What you got? Donnie Darko. Yeah, Ooh. but that's like the cliche bro movie. I love Donnie Darko, Darko though. So good. You know what? It's the lead good. singer of Phantom Planet is in that movie, and I just—I'm sorry. I'm on the. Uh, that's. It's also like. A, a she has a theme. thing for the drummer of Phantom Planet, Ooh. which was Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And then uh, Lars and the Real Girl. Great pick. Uh, Brian Gosling's best performance. It's it is hands down. It just it got me the way that he's Brian Gosling. Just, he has a Ken. really good deadpan face. And the thing is, it's played so straight. Yes. This whole thing of this this sex doll being a person is played so straight, mm-hmm. and everybody's in it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it shouldn't work, and it just it totally does. It's great. It totally works. It's great, and I heard Huckabees was one of them, but you already talked mm-hmm. at so. Um, but yeah, those are the those are the little mentions that I'd like to that I wanted to put in there. Yeah, those are good flicks right there for sure. So our second topic, our favorite movies from the year so far. 
You want me to start? You start. I'll go last. One of my favorite films of the year is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I've heard of that one, yes. What a brilliant, fucking brilliant piece of work by the Daniels. It is the Daniels' best film yet. And they've made two bangers so far. Yeah. Oh, so Swiss Army Man. Death of Dick Long. Oh, Swiss Army Man. Not a lot of people love Death of Dick Long, but I love that movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's the funniest movie. Swiss Army Man's great. Yeah. Oh, it's such a... Oh, my God. Swiss Army Man was... You become so unprepared for what that movie brings at you, and that's the magic of the Daniels. Yeah. You're totally unprepared for whatever it is that they're they're just going to throw you into. And that's what I love. And Michelle Yeoh is... A absolutely a amazing she's a goddess she better get a, a, an Oscar oh nomination for this because this mo- this performance is so nuanced and so beautiful and so perfectly so encapsulates real. everything that is this movie mm-hmm. it doesn't work without her it does not work Michelle Yao is a fucking queen but all, there's so Ooh. many working parts and she it. deserves her flowers for this one she really did. all the flowers <laughs> she's all the flowers. so take good take my money take my money <laughs> I mean you've seen it I, I have and I cried Several times. I didn't cry, but I just thought it was... I almost did. Oh, my God. It feels, I, I it feels it was, very real. And... Yeah. and um, it, it, it really points to our entire nature as human beings. And, all, and everything that we're searching for as human beings. Mm-hmm. It's all put there for us to watch and witness. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it feels so... There's something very comforting and very safe about it at the same time. Oh, yeah. There's something very real about it. And it was... Okay, so it, for me, I had to self-isolate myself for several months from everybody. Uh, because I was working on a book. Oh, okay. And that took a lot out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I did not get to see my friends. I did not get to see my family for uh, a very long time. Oh, it would drive so, me crazy. Yeah. It, no, I literally went crazy. Being away from uh, my family sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's on record. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, this, this movie hit me really, really hard because it did remind me of everything that I, I loved and missed about my family and everything that, that we're, we're looking for. You, you, the, the Asian parents who, who just want best for their kids but don't know quite how to express it. But I think it also shows, uh, particularly in the daughter character, in the Joy mm-hmm. character, the our greatest weaknesses mm-hmm. are the things that make us strong. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Evelyn's weakness is Joy, mm-hmm. her daughter. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And that's the one thing that stops her from accomplishing whatever goal she... In, at least in her mind, mm-hmm. that's the right. obstacle with right. her family. It does, her, yeah. her husband, Wayman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that scene between Wayman and Evelyn when they're in downtown Hong Kong. <sighs> you want to talk about me almost crying? Oh. You almost cried? When he says, all I wanted to do was do taxes, taxes and, laundry. and laundry with you. And that's when I, that's, oh. no, that's, oh. when, that's when I started God. crying. Oh. I was right next to Landon and I just look at him and I'm like, I would have been. He says I would have been perfectly happy doing taxes and laundry and with it's you. It's so beautiful because it's so oh beautiful. so good, man. That is like how much more. Re- I don't know how much. Kehu, how Kehu, much more romantic can you get? Kehu Kwan, who is known Shorty. as Short Round in in uh, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and the Temple of Doom, is in this movie. He plays Wayman, the, the husband, and he delivers that line so, so painstakingly perfect. Yeah. I don't know how many takes it took the Daniels to get that right. But uh, they picked the right one. Husband, you need to tell me that random times in my <laughs> life. He's not the my husband's not romantic, and so I'm always like, things you need like to that. show him this movie. Oh uh, yes, yes. When, it's oh, so beautiful. God. Like, and could you imagine? I think there's a photo here of of Wayman wearing his suit, looking super handsome. He's looking so super dapper. He looks very dapper. But he's amazing, and all the characters are so lovable. Even the characters who you think are going to be like Deirdre. 
Dear God, <laughs> we love Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, there he oh is. Look gosh. at that handsome. The hamburger oh, fingers. his Look little taro glasses. <laughs> the hot dog fingers are real. Oh, uh, they're real. They're, they sound I mean, if wet. that man told you all he wanted to do was taxes and laundry with you, you'd probably melt. <laughs> I just want to do laundry and taxes. Oh, I'm going to go say that. It's so beautiful. Do it, yeah. The, yes. the, the movie's available on BOD now, guys. You guys should definitely check it out because it's so I don't think there's enough that we could say about beautiful. this Beautiful. Yeah. Such a great movie. Now that was my first pick, and I love that movie. And I'm glad that you got to see it. I want to, to stay in it. that movie forever. I didn't want it to end. Technically, it could. It's also the best multiverse <laughs> movie that's come out this year. Fuck you, Doctor period. Strange. I would say <laughs> what? period. Yeah. yeah. It's the best multiverse movie ever made. Yeah. Doctor Strange can suck Michelle Yeoh's dick. And it's a pretty <laughs> large one. If you've seen this movie, it's a hot dog it's sized dick. Dog. Really? There's a lot of. <laughs> they sounded very wet. That was the that was the worst thing to me. It was like, oh, but they made it. Oh my god, there's just so much. That so good. It. it was too good. This movie was too good. And I mean, look how lovely she looks. And she gets told that all she wants to do is laundry in Texas. Look yeah. at that queen. She's oh, look at that dress. Look at that gorgeous oh woman. I love her. I love She's her. great. She's amazing. What a Michelle Yeoh is. A Beauty. fucking queen, dude. Yeah. And I love her. But she also, she's she's just like, she, and I, I just, I my For You page knows me too well. Yeah, <laughs> you, I saw the behind the scenes of everywhere, and everywhere, and she's just so down to earth and so playful and sweet, and she, she I mean, feels like she could be a You auntie. gotta think where she yeah. comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she comes from that Hong Kong cinema, that yeah. same very overly masculine mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, she was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Oh, really? And she's a badass bitch. Mm-hmm. Crazy the whole Rich time. Asians. Yeah. She's in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. She plays the oh. mom mm-hmm. who does not approve mm-hmm. of Henry Golding dating the beautiful and talented Constance Wu. Mm-hmm. If my mom said that, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Have you seen Constance Wu? Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but to, it's Michelle Yeoh. To be <laughs> fair, if I look like Henry Golding, I could probably nab whatever I want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a handsome man. Oh, dapper man. Dapper man with Dapper the best man. hair. Yeah, he's got nice hair. Great hair. I mean, I have nice hair too, but... You do have nice hair. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Long, beautiful hair. Iconic. I don't, I don't even get that. At this point, like, it's like, iconic, gosh. yes. Oh. My hair is longer than both Wait, of the I, females yes, that are here. I yes. think I think I, I might... She's got the wave going. She's yeah, got I got a good the wave. wave. When mine's long... I don't know, bro. Mine goes down to my belly button, and I'm taller. Oh, than I'm you. almost there, though. I just recently got it cut, so. <laughs> Mine's You're not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Mine's pretty healthy, actually. Mine is not healthy. I have a bunch of split ends, and I have. I don't remember the ones I'm. Listen, that's very on brand for Shay to have split ends. So, Shay, what do you got for me? What's a movie that you really like this year? You don't have to pick the the one that's obvious. I think that's the only other one. All right, we'll, we'll get to that one in a minute. Oh, you guys are gonna hate me, but I haven't actually sat down to watch movies in like two years. Oh man, because the pandemic, okay. the pandemic got me watching movies. Uh-huh. But then after that, I was like, shit, I gotta work on my career. Oh, <laughs> so, for real. And so I've just been doing career stuff. I mean, she is yeah. a doctor, guys. Uh, I I only I do TV shows and stuff like that. I don't that's do TV I shows. Like. I don't have enough time. Okay, maybe maybe the best TV show of the year. Is that a, could that be a thing? Something you watched recently that you really I enjoyed? loved Miracle Workers, but I, that's like last year's Miracle stuff. Workers? Miracle Workers is great. Or like... Um, is that the Daniel Radcliffe one? That's the Daniel mm-hmm. Radcliffe one. Yeah, yes. The, literally the... Geraldine Vishwanathan's in that. I love her. another one. Oh, recently, like, this is, this is how rare it is for me to sit down and watch movies now. That's why I know so much about the early 2000s and mm-hmm. stuff, because all I had was time. Yeah. I was in, mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. You know, so, like, one thing I sat down and watched was Thoroughbreds yesterday. Ooh, good one. 
Yes, oh Anton Yelchin's last performance. Oh. Beautiful performance by oh, Olivia yeah. Cook. And then uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes. Joy. Yes. I Great agree. movie. I enjoyed the juxtaposition. They're sadistic. Yes, the juxtaposition between the the main character and her hatred towards her stepdad. Because yeah. I, I'm sorry, stepdad, but <laughs> you're not likable. And so, <laughs> and so, like, he was very unlikable. But when it came down to that scene between her and the stepdad, I put my, like, parent hat on. I'm not a parent, but uh, I put a parent hat on, and I go, oh, like, they're sending her to a behavioral school because she has tendencies that aren't okay, right? Paul Sparks is a dick as the stepdad. Uh, he is a total dick. He has a really good bitch face. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He has resting no, asshole face. you just look at him, yeah. you're just like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm like, ew, you just gave Ew. me a bitter taste. Like, or you gave me a bitter taste. Then Anton Yeltsin shows up, and you're like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, like, I was thinking... She, at first, I was with her. I was like, yeah, like, fucking kill him. I don't give a shit. Like, he's stepdad. Right. Fuck that. Yeah. Right? But then when they had that that thing where he was like, you're off my payroll after this, mm. I just thought about it, like, as a person who isn't really connected with his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Like, he just sees her as a bill. He doesn't see her as a person, right? Yeah, because it's so, not his kid. Right. But then for me, I'm like, I don't think that that's reason to kill him. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Like, right. right? But for some reason, they're also psychotic, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, her going to do it mm-hmm. was satisfying. Yeah. Well, that's because Anya Taylor Joy's character is a fucking psycho. I yeah. know. Love she's her. a cold bitch. To quote, but we love the quote, it. to quote the mid two thousands band Jet, she's a cold hard bitch. <laughs> she's a cold hard bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But, like uh, it. it, it hmm. That movie got me because I've always wanted to watch it, and when it came out, I just it's didn't have time to see it. But I, I, I love. I believe I gave it an A when it came out because I did review that Good. one when it came out. I think I gave it an A. I, I did like Corey Finley's follow up too. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's on oh. HBO. It's called Bad Education. Bad Education. Wait, no, Bad Education. That's the. It's a Hugh Jackman plays a superintendent of a oh, New Jersey okay, no. high school who they're one of the best school districts in the country. Mm-hmm. But he's been doing some things he shouldn't be doing right. with that uh, money. Okay, I'll have to watch it's based that. on a true story. Okay. And then he also just worked on the Apple TV series We Crashed with uh, with uh, Jared Leto. Ooh, Jared Leto. He's Problematic at now. best, yes. Yeah. What? It's Morbid Time, baby! Uh, it's Morbid Time. Morbius, also one of the best films of the year. I'm hungry. You don't like me when I'm Seriously? Hungry. God, what a fucking terrible movie. You. I, I did want to put a spotlight also on Cha Cha Real Smooth, which is an Apple TV mm. movie that just uh-huh. came out. Um, directed by the same guy who did Shithouse. Real? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, good for him! One of the best films I've seen this year. I saw it at Sundance this year. Uh-huh. Remotely, obviously, because I didn't go to Sundance this year because mm-hmm. I had vacation wow. days. Um, but it's about a guy, a, a young, you know, mid-20s Jewish guy mm-hmm. struggling to figure out his place in the world. Then he starts to host bar mitzvahs mm-hmm. for the various Jewish families yeah. where he lives. And that's where the title comes from because what's one of the only songs you're ever going to hear at a fucking bar oh, mitzvah? Uh-huh. Cha-cha, Cha-cha real, real smooth. smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's everywhere. Now anyways. you only hear yeah. the song once in the movie. Every middle school dance. Um, Dakota yeah. Johnson plays the mother of a of a oh. autistic girl who goes to a lot of these because his brother, his younger brother, is in the same age group as Dakota Fanning, or Dakota Johnson's daughter in the movie. Mm-hmm. So they meet each other, and he's like infatuated with her. Yeah, it's definitely a romantic comedy, but it's more of a, a modern spin on romantic comedy. Cha Cha Real Smooth, one of the best films I've seen in the year. I loved it. Yeah. Wow. It's on Apple TV. I did TV. not know it was by the same guy who did Shit House. Shit House is pretty good, it? too. Yeah, he's also in it. He plays the guy 
I'm who so is, proud of him. Yeah, me too. I'm so proud Because Shithouse was okay. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty I good. I didn't... I thought it was going to be one of those, like, slow burner indies yeah, that yeah. just... Mumblecore bullshit, yeah. Yeah, mumblecore And it was bullshit. very funny. But it it was funny, but it was... It really did resonate. Especially, yeah. like, the time in my life. What where, if I told you know? that this one's going to resonate even more? Okay. Okay. If you've ever... Honestly, if you're listening and you've ever felt like you're, you're a fuck up and you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life... Hi! <laughs> What's uh, up? This, I'm not... I'm not a fuck up, but I am a fuck up. So. This movie's definitely gonna resonate with you guys. I, I mean, it's 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 so good. Cha Cha Real Smooth. Damn. Dakota Johnson gives an absolutely we, amazing performance. Her. Cooper Rafe, that's the name of the, mm-hmm. the guy who wrote directed the movie, and, mm-hmm. and he directed Shit House too. So good, man. So good. I, I I love this guy right here. Cooper Rafe, love this guy. Super great. He seems like mm-hmm. he he's really sweet. Really Leslie sweet. Mann plays his mom. Oh my god, I love that. I love Leslie Mann. Uh, she, <laughs> She's I love great. That. And Brad Garrett plays his stepdad. <laughs> oh my god. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. <laughs> um, Cha Cha Real Smooth, fucking phenomenal. And then also another great movie that I haven't reviewed yet, but it will be up soon as I catch up. Top Gun Maverick's great. It's better than the original Top Gun. You really liked it, huh? It's hmm. better than the original Top Gun. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. what I've been hearing, it's honestly. That's brilliantly directed. Acting is great. Your feel for the characters, especially if you've seen the original Top Gun. But do you have to? Have you to? don't have to. Okay. Oh, okay. My son's twelve years old. He's never seen Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Even he said, "I like that, Dad. I like that." <laughs> <laughs> Not so deep, but he said, "I like that." I like that. I like that. And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "The airplanes, the way they shot the airplane." <laughs> He's like, "The way they shot the airplanes, it looked like it was actually in the in the airplane." I was like, "That's fucking cool." I was like, "Isn't that cool?" He's like, "That was fucking cool." That's Aww. actually cool when you it, uh, like. Uh, either a remake or a sequel or, yeah. or uh, something that happens later on you know yeah. if it's done correctly it's great yeah. but I feel like it's rare and then I also so wanted rare. to yeah I also wanted to talk about a couple of other movies just real quick okay, okay. Uh, after Yang which is Koganata's new new film Koganata who did yeah. Columbus yeah I really want to see it I loved Columbus I saw after Yang at Sundance you're gonna cry okay I cried okay I'm a grown-ass man Dumb. and I cried um, Good. brilliant performances across the board love when Colin Farrell just starts does these small movies mm. with these brilliant directors mm. you know when he does stuff like lobster. The Lobster mm-hmm. oh Lobster uh, the Lobster The Killing of the Sacred Deer oh yeah which is I wonder Yorgos what Lanthimos. good old Yorgos is up to probably something weird Hopefully. he's Yorgos Lanthimos if we're lucky something really weird it's been a minute it's yeah. been a minute it's coming she needs her fix of weird Greek directors <laughs> she needs her fix oh. um, I wanted to talk about that movie because um after Yang is emotional. It's about a, a family who, in the near future, they adopt a fake human. But mm-hmm. he's a used fake human. Mm-hmm. Oh, used. He's an android. Oh, okay. So he's not a real human. But uh-huh. he's like used, he's pre-owned. pre-owned. He's pre-owned. Pre-owned. That's different. He shuts down mm. and does, stops working. And now the family doesn't know what to do because he's literally their daughter's little uh, older brother, essentially. Oh, okay. And we get to experience true existentialism. Oh. What we, what it means to be and what we are as humans. Oh. What makes us human? That's my everyday brain. That question gets asked. Every day. That Who qu- am I? Koganata asks Why? and answers that question of what it is actually to be human. What are emotions? What huh. what are what is the human condition? Mm-hmm. And the last movie I wanted to discuss is one that I just saw. It comes out on Amazon next month. Actually, next week, the 14th of July. And it's directed by Hannah, Hannah Marks, who did... Um, she was in Dinner in America, and she was a producer on that movie. And she directed a brilliant film last year um, that I really, really enjoyed. Hannah Marks directed Mark, Mary, and Some Other People, which was a great movie I saw last year, Tribeca. Mm-hmm. Loved it. She's got this new movie coming out called um, Don't Make Me Go. 
starring oh, John Cho. Yep. Yeah. John Cho. Handsome man. Yeah, John Cho's in this movie. John Cho's the plays... guy who plays Spike in the... Yes, he does. Was it the same? He is the same dude who did that Found Footage movie that we really love. Searching. I just watched that movie, too. Not bad. Great. Not bad. Great Found Footage. It was actually really well done, I actually sent Merlana to that screening. When? When it came out. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, you still keep in touch with her? No, I sent her to that screening because she was writing for us at the time, and I sent her to that screening. She liked the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mark and Mary and some other people. Great little indie rom- rom-com about a couple who wants to do um, open their relationship up. Mm. But this one, Don't Make Me Go, is about a guy who finds out he has, he has a brain tumor. Mm. And he has two options. He can operate on it and potentially die on the table or let it run its course and just kill him in six months. So he takes, his daughter, he takes his daughter to a reunion in hopes of making sure she can meet her mother who she's never met because mm-hmm. his mother left. And when I tell you this shit is emotional as fuck, yeah. don't make me go. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a when, once you watch the movie, you'll notice that don't make me go is actually a double entendre. It okay. works. It works for the daughter okay. in two ways. How? Okay. I can't tell you. That. Oh, you can't tell me, goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's a little but it, it does come out next week on Amazon Prime, and that's that's a movie I definitely wanted to spotlight because I think it's. We talked. Me and Hannah talked about it when I interviewed her last year for Mark and Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about the fact that she used the same goddamn Mark DeMarco song that was in oh Dinner God. in America, My Kind of Woman. Same goddamn song. Who is it? Adam, the director of Dinner in America, swore that I would cry, especially during that scene. You did um, not. I did tear up a little, but he still owes me five bucks. And <laughs> Adam Ray Meyer, you motherfucker, <laughs> you owe her five dollars. You owe me five bucks. Cop I'm poor. Cop it up. Cop it up. Put that, up, to, up. Quote, to quote Jane Silent Bob, five dollars. Put that shit in my hand. <laughs> Clerks 3 is coming out soon. I can't wait. <gasps> For real. I can't wait. Yeah. But the trailer came out yesterday. Can't wait. What? Yeah. So don't make me. Anyways, Hannah Marks. Uh, you know who she got for Mark and Mary to be the uh, music producer? You're going to like this. Patrick Stump. Patrick Stump? Yes. As in. Mr. Fall Out yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was the music supervisor for this the last movie that That's good Hannah to know Marks he's did. doing some good oh, stuff yeah. after this. And then after Don't that. Make Me Go has an amazing soundtrack that includes Iggy Pop. Oh, okay. Passenger mm-hmm. by Iggy Pop, which is oh, okay. John Cho singing the passenger. Oh. And he's incredible. What the, I need him to do that, but as Spike Spiegel. That'd be amazing, right? That'd be amazing. <laughs> I am the passenger. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I should have directed the Cowboy Bebop remake. Yes. Yeah, because you would have. I would have definitely put. Uh, you know, I probably would have put all the characters in it instead of. And actually, like, put Ioto in it. Yeah, one I of the didn't major characters. Like how they introduced Ed. That's what I'm saying. I would have put Ed in the first like, episode, bro. Ed was not oh, I, who Oto, I expected. From... Sorry, that was another anime. Anyway. Ed, yeah, Ed. Ed didn't come out the way I wanted Ed to come out. Everything else was fine. I, I get it. It was like scary, but it was it, like confrontational. Yeah, but I not just, in an Ed way. No, in an like no. you're scary. Yeah, like I feel like they completely misinterpreted the character. They really. Yeah, did. And but like obnoxious. But yes, um, don't make me go. Made me want to cry. It's beautiful. Aww. It's amazing. Um, everything about it, I loved, and I recommend it. It comes out on Amazon next week. So if you guys haven't seen it. Um, obviously you haven't because it hasn't fucking come out yet yep. oh. so go see it and y'all are not as cool as we are so you don't get to see that shit early <laughs> fuck dang, y'all dang tell us about the movie that you want to talk about well I'll I'll do a little warm up first and thankfully um, I don't know how well he can be 
her, but my partner, the ever Legend legendary baby boy. Baby boy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's it's actually good that he just came here because uh, he actually witnessed and experienced this film that I'm about to talk about with me, and I wrote a whole big long review of it, so I won't get too into it. But um, that are leading up to that, my favorite films this year were just like Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed uh, Ty West X, even though everyone kind of seemed. I haven't cool. seen it yet. I really enjoyed it. Did we review that yet? I don't think so. Why isn't it done? I'll do it. <laughs> Why isn't it done yet? Because it deserves no Crack like the door. Right. You know, get her you, know you know, I gotta keep her in the check, bro. <laughs> oh my God. If, if you don't you give my eighty-eight, wah, wah, wah. you know, Leonard, if you don't give her structure, it's chaos. Yes, that's I have what. Her no routine, girl. No routine. no routine. Oh no, it's never <laughs> routine, routine here. Good. There's never routine here. Doing Good. This, doing we just. This. Oh my god. Literally, it's like literally I was on a roll the other day. And I just like like birthed out a bunch of reviews in one day, and you were like, "What?" James, I did like three, <laughs> but I haven't even touched Tribeca stuff yet, and I have like eight movies oh I need god. to do. Oof. I, yeah. And a lot of them were good, actually. The Tribeca Shorts program was so bad. I about the shorts. Yeah. Sure did you At include least... those other two? One the, of them. The, the Culver ones? I don't want to hear the other one. Please don't make me do it. Okay. It's so bad. Okay. It's like so bad where I can't even talk about it or it's just not there. Mm. You know? It's outside That's of the structure. Like just don't it, even go there. It's like it's not It's not how to get it's girls bad. Love. It's just bad. You know? Oh, uh, for those of you who don't know what she means by how to get girls bad. Oh my God. There was literally an entire Reddit post about worst movies ever and someone quoted our review of how to get girls as an example of <laughs> torching a movie and lighting the match with the gasoline fully on it. Mm. Um, um, Ten minutes into that movie, I begged him not to let me watch it. Oh, like, wow. It must be I that feel, bad. I was like, I feel ill. And what I did I tell okay. you? And what did I tell you? Do it. It'll be a funny <laughs> review. It'll be great. And it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was like our most notorious review for <laughs> Well, that and uh, publicity is good publicity. Well, yeah. that one and the other one was that abortion film that we fucking got torched for. Oh, uh, the director. Always, sometimes, never, really, always. Or yeah, we like got that. fucking destroyed by the but, director. But I mean, we have. You're a still a cunt too, by the way. Yeah, she was a cunt to us, and that that validated me. So Allison Hitman, you're still so a cunt. Someone was a cunt, you guys. How could they be a cunt? To they you? said, okay, so she was like, she didn't like my C plus or whatever review of her movie. So see, she said that us. Uh, from an independent filmmaker to an independent uh, film review outlet. You guys aren't legit, and it doesn't count because you're not on Rotten Tomatoes. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever you say. But, like, when she said that, I was just like, you just proved all of my points. Right. Even the the brownies and the cookies that I tried to give you. Someone took it personal. She took it real personal. Someone took it personal. Yeah. Listen, 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 suck on the rotten banana because we're about to be on the banana meter. There we go. We are. The big ban- banana meter. You, you've heard about banana this? Meter. I have not heard it, of it. It actually exists. It's basically rotten tomatoes for people who aren't fucking hipster elitists. Hell yeah. In it's white. Ca- it's called the banana meter. Banana meter. Yeah. The banana. I'll show y'all an eggplant. I like bananas. Uh, tomatoes. <laughs> so, yeah. There's that. I also enjoyed the Batman. Surprisingly. It was very good, right? It's actually very, very good. It's basically art house superhero movie. It really is, wow. but it was exactly what you need, and they play that one. Pattinson destroyed that shit. He really yes. did. I was like, yeah. Oh, it's so a cool. very good film. Never um, a song? Yes. Oh my God. You know what's funny? It's the last track on Nevermind. People don't realize. It's the last song on there. And if you didn't like the song before, you'd like it now anyway. That means that Nevermind has no misses from mm-hmm. top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually just uh, got the actual CD. 
from a trade. Oh, really? Or putting it up in the van. A on the CD. Wall. Yeah. I still have my whole book CD book. Like oh my gosh. Oh, I'd love to look through it. I'll bring it down in a minute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I'm telling you that. that uh, the Batman was actually really good. It was actually so, really... Yeah. I like how we both Fresh. are like, actually... Speak, speaking of uh, HBO, there was a little uh, rom-com that they did called Moonshot that I really enjoyed, too. Moonshot. Moonshot. It's uh, Cole Sprouse and the new 2020, 2020's uh, rom-com queen, Lana Condor, mm-hmm. who was in uh, To All the Boys I, oh, I've Ever okay. Loved. Gotcha. Um, which is basically what would happen if you made uh, a good version of The Kissing Booth. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Oh. Because the kissing booth sucked. And you know what? The kissing booth three. But I really enjoyed how stupid it was. Hey, the kissing booth three tried real hard to get me on board because they had the Western States Motel's power lines on the soundtrack, and they had Bright Eyes on the soundtrack. They were trying to get me on board, and I did a I did a watch along on Twitter, and I mentioned that I said, "Well, this movie's really trying to get me in this fucking shit." (laughs) Kissing booth three has Bright bright Eyes. eyes? I'm not kidding you. That doesn't compute. I'm Connor not needed some money or something. Connor got paid, my dude. That's yeah. not the first time I've heard Bright Eyes in a movie. It makes me so Knocked sad. Up has a has a Bright Eyes song in it. Really? When I'm they're okay packing with Knocked up, up doing that. When they're when they packed up the uh, rooms because Seth Rogen's leaving the drug house, mm-hmm. they play uh, a Bright Eyes song. I don't nice. remember which one it is now though. I'm gonna see Bright Eyes in October. Woo! You are. I'm gonna go when we were young. Oh, I have tickets to that. I'm you going have tickets? To that. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, but I'm not going oh. to the last day. Uh, I don't remember what day we're going. I'm not going to we the were last thinking day. about. Is it Vegas? Yeah. yeah. It's here in so Vegas. When we were young. What's the date? Uh, October. Twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty yeah. ninth. They added more dates though. The twenty ninth like, is the only date to add. Multiple weekends. Yeah. I mean, I we when when they opened up for the tickets. Oh. Their last album they came out with uh, was Exploding the Mirage. Uh-huh. Good album. Amazing. I Good haven't album. listened to it. I'm going to... Holy crap. The Killers actually aren't in the lineup. The no, Killers are not on no, the lineup. No, they're in uh, Day in Vegas or some shit. Oh, okay. Or what's the other one in September? I think it's Day in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. that's October. Oh. That's the one. Uh, they're probably on that one. But yeah, if you guys haven't heard... If you guys haven't heard Power Lines by the Western States Motel, it's an amazing song. Hmm. It's like, the days are long and it sings yeah. you a song. It basically sounds like a mid-2000s emo song, and it's amazing. It used to it be, is. this is how old I am. It Mid-2000s was my MySpace profile song yeah. for like a year. <laughs> MySpace needs to come back. And then they used the first day of my life. Uh, of course, uh, of course they did. They used that what? for a commercial, too. In the Kissing Booth? In Kissing Booth 3. Oh, and they used geez. Make Your Heart really? by Azrae. Really? Oh my god, I haven't heard of Jure in forever. Yeah, it's, they're great, aren't they? Oh my gosh. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. I'm just happy that I am in the company of people who know who Connor O'Burst is because Why would that I not know who does Connor not is? happen in my life. So before we get into that, I'm going to I'm gonna sign us off so I can stop yeah. recording and yeah. then we'll talk about something that I think you'll be interested, very interested uh-huh. in seeing. Okay. Oh wait, I didn't mention my movie. Please do. Mention okay. the movie. Yeah, uh, finally. Mad God by Phil Tidbitt. Mad? Mad God. It's an animated crazy thing. Oh also, they used, they used Falling in Love in a Coffee Shop by Landon Pig in this movie, too. Really? Yeah, Amazing. They, 25 years in the making. Dun, dun, dun. I'm pretty sure Phil Tibbet was an animation director for SpongeBob, Mad. also. God. Not sure, but that would not surprise me at all. A lot of animation for 80s horror flicks. Yeah, he Robocop, did some stuff with Robocop. Like, uh, he did the Ed 2 whatever. Yeah, he just did a bunch of stuff. 
And basically, he was just saving up all his money and all his props, put it in a warehouse, and then made a movie of, like, the most horrifying thing. I cannot express to you how horrifying and disgusting and weird this and movie beautiful is. It is. And beautiful it is. I can't. I, I, I'm just, I like beautiful things. I'm just so glad I didn't have to watch it, because I would have probably fucking I, hated it's, it. It's like damn downloading Nancy. I don't know. Uh, it's one of those movies that I can, like, I, like morally, ethically, mentally, I cannot, I cannot recommend it. To anyone. Right, right, right. Period. You just have to, it's just one of those things that you have to come across. Ironically. But as a movie connoisseur, yes. it is something that you it recommend. The, See, right. that's really Visually funny. beautiful. Because I've seen a couple yeah. movies that are the opposite of that, where I wouldn't morally recommend them, and they're pieces of shit anyway. <laughs> oh my god. And one of them, ironically, which is the chorus to that Powerline song, yeah. is called Palm Trees and Powerlines. I saw it at Sundance. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Isn't that a Sugar Cult album, too? It is. <laughs> I'm bouncing off the walls again, but that's uh, not, that's that's off of uh, their, the other their second album. Yeah. That, that one has "She's the Blade" on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't ask. Love it. I'm it's a great. fucking. Emo I'm gonna kid. listen to it on the way home. She's that's what I'm gonna do. Blade. I am an emo Just girl. Still. <laughs> I'm an emo girl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if you're feeling if you're feeling quite emo, if you're feeling super super you emo, like watching a Tool music video. <laughs> it looks like a Tool music so video from what I saw, dude. Times like a fucking two hundred. When I saw the trailer, because I was editing the review, so I watched the trailer. All I heard was. Which is literally the intro to a Tool fucking song. It really is. You could put Tool music over the over the entire thing. Put Fear Inoculum. Someone needs to put Fear Inoculum over the entire thing, and then it'll be complete. Because it's literally, I don't think it has a single thing of dialogue. Maynard, I know you're watching. Maynard. Maybe I know you're watching. Watch this. Do it. If he hasn't, oh my god. Do just it, make, you fucking about coward. This movie just makes me lightheaded. <laughs> I just can't. And, uh, I it is the, the first time I've ever seen Shay give a, a, a give out a A plus plus. Is it? Is yes. it an A plus plus? You're gonna a declare it. Oh shit. For me too. Uh huh. I back that up a hundred percent. And yeah. see, like, Landon and her don't always agree. Oh. Truth. Never. <laughs> I just, it's like odd world. If you ever played the PlayStation One game Odd World, Abe's I, Exodus I meets Silent yes. Hill, meets yes. Resident Evil, meets Hell, <laughs> meets the Devil Inside. <laughs> you ever play that game? It's a great the Devil game. Inside. It's a great game. It's about a police detective investigating a haunted mansion. Oh, it's not like the, the Evil Within. Devil inside. That's the one. Is that the oh. book? That's the one. Oh, there you go. The Evil Within. Is that a book? Devil Inside? No. Video no. Game. Evil Within. That's what I was talking about. I never finished that. Yeah, game. It, it is like Evil Within. But I should inside. because Outlast. Evil Outlast. Outlast. It's very Outlast. Minus the flashlight. Duh. Yeah. DMT trip. Honestly, oh my god, it's a DMT trip. And yeah. just for like context, I did watch the first half of it high, and I did not feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not okay. That was like me. That's a that's a personal <laughs> issue. It was a personal issue, but that was my heads up. That's my context to that. But man, the, what an experience. What a freaking experience this watch movie it was. I was halfway through the movie and I was like, is it almost over? <laughs> um, but he was like, nope. We're halfway through. I'm like, oh. But like by the time it's over, you're just like, it opens up so many doors so for, much more. for so many things. Oh, one of those movies where you yeah. like want it to continue it's open and it might be continued because phil Tippett is just like uh yeah it's like it just opens up it's like well he's got that shutter money now he got that shutter money and it i hope it it is available on shutter coming up here in a few weeks on shutter it's called mad god yeah 
I hope I hope no one and everyone. And guys, if you don't have Shutter, what the fuck's wrong? It's like five bucks a month, dude. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. Amazing. Throwing a sponsorship out there. Yeah. <laughs> and the movie's only an hour 23. It's only an hour and 23 minutes. I, I could have sworn it. It really? felt like a... I didn't time. notice that when you look, when I looked at the time. I was like, it's only 80 right. minutes. Is like animatronics in it? Yeah, pup, it's mixed media. So oh. there's live action pieces in it. There's actors. There's puppets. Um, all the props. But basically, every oh, single fuck. shot... It sounds is disjointed and messy, and I like it. landscape. There's a I new mean, landscape They blend it together so that well, you don't realize you don't even you're looking at it. You're like, wait, that is moving a little too smooth. Okay, we're yeah. live action now. Yeah. And it goes back to animatronic. Yeah. Like and do the animatronics look like... animatronic-y and, and it off-putting? Some of them. Because that, that's what I like about when people use animatronics yeah. in a yeah, movie, is it gives you a creepy off-put scene. Sometimes it feels like you're watching like a, like a, like a battle scene in Star Wars. Ooh. But then some fucked up shit happens. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm not watching Star Wars. That's not why we're watching Star Wars. I'm not watching Star Wars. Animation can go awry, though. Sometimes there was an animated film I saw last year in Tribeca I did not enjoy. It was a hand-drawn one. I can't remember. It had Lucy Lawless in it. Oh, interesting. Lucy Lawless. She voiced the main character. I'm gonna Who's look that? this up. Sorry, she's uh, she used to be Xena Warrior Xena Princess. Warrior Princess. Oh. Is she is she the one that was she's like doing animation now? She did an animated film, The Spine of Night. Hmm. I did not like it. Um, Spine of Night. Yeah. I've not heard of that. I didn't like it. Um, you guys probably will like it, but it just wasn't my bag. Spine of Night. It just had this really off-putting, like, 90s animation oh. style that I didn't like. Oh. Was it, it like, did it well. have, like, a CG? No, not really. Okay, good. It's just all that style, but that style didn't really work. And it does look the, a little, uh, The story the doesn't Hobbit. make any fucking sense. It looks a little, uh, uh, Death Clock. Yeah, that's exactly what oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the story Death didn't Clock. make any fucking sense. It's supposed to be about these flowers that can grant power, but if they fall into the wrong... It's, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I hated it, but yeah. Um, some people, I guess, liked it. I don't know. Anyway, that's been uh, episode 14 Oof. of the Snobcast. A doozy. Yeah. It's a doozy. It was, once again, a doozy <laughs> of, of a time. Uh, we hope Woo. that you'll, you guys will join us again next time when we're going to be doing a director spotlight, but I'm not going to tell you what director. Uh, nor will I tell you who the guest is, because I, I don't even know yet. Um, but Dr. Gina, yeah. when where can they find you if they want to follow you and all that stuff? Uh, I have a TikTok, um, and I post a lot, a lot. on there. Um, and like so, yeah, whole, find whole... me on TikTok. It's Dr. Chiquita Gina, or Chiquita Ginita. I'm going to double-check that right now because I have two, two things. Mm. Yes. She's a banana guy. I'm Chiquita. a Chiquita banana. Okay, it's Dr. Dot Chiquita. C H I Q U I T A. Ginita. G I N I T A. It rhymes. Chiquita Ginita. Chiquita Ginita. That. <laughs> so that's her TikTok, guys. If yeah. you want to follow her, she posts all kinds of crazy shit on Yeah, her. I don't have a theme. I just, whatever word vomits out of me is what happens. So that's whatever it is. Nice. And my lovely and talented little sister, co host, person, weirdo, <laughs> where can they follow you if they want to? Good God, if they want to. Man. Um, you shouldn't, but you should, because uh, I'm not just a film reviewer. I'm also a bona fide comic book artist. And she's actually better at drawing and stuff. <laughs> we than... need to talk. <laughs> oh, oh, I doubt. Yeah, commission me. Um, yeah, commission me. Use me. Abuse me. I'm here. But uh, you can find all of, all of me and all of my work, because uh, oh, most of the time when I take pictures of myself, I'm not wearing very much clothing, so there's a plus for y'all. But, uh, <laughs> it really depends on if you... <laughs> Into that or something. Sort of <laughs> uh, mi hermano, 
but uh, yeah. So my Instagram is Limina, like Liminal. I better not be hearing no comments in the section about how she looks without a photo. I will find all of you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Landon's here too, so. Yeah. I am going to the top of the mountain, Dana. Limina. Limina. L I M A N A underscore nineteen ninety nine. Limina. I'm going on there right now. Nineteen ninety nine. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I have a brand new comic book series called Holy Underground. If uh, you're like me and you like fucked up things, it looks dark dope fantasy, as shit horror, too. Des- uh, I would describe it as being inspired by Silent Hill, to yeah. The Pranos, to uh, The Crow. I see a lot of the Animatrix style uh, in there as well. The, yes, that's me. Thank you. That's a very high compliment. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I see that, and I also see like Aeon Flux. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Did That's I nail that? I, yeah. Did I fucking yeah, 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 yeah. nail that? Liquid television. That's what it looks like. Uh, liquid television. It's I love Eon Flux. I actually want to cosplay Eon Flux someday, but I don't know. OG MTV. That's yeah. what it looks like. It looks like that liquid television style. Exactly. Super elongated limbs. Mm-hmm. Your main character is pretty pretty dope. I like the, the, the look you. of that. Yeah. And you know this. I don't compliment anybody. It's great. <laughs> I'm loving great. this art. This Thank is great. Y'all need to check her out. Oh. Follow her, and she has a Facebook, but don't follow her don't, on there. Yeah, I have Facebook, but don't fucking follow me or <laughs> she, she will kill you, and obviously, I will kill you. <laughs> obviously, you can follow me everywhere at Film Snob Reviews. I have a personal uh, Instagram that don't fucking follow me on because I don't use it, and I have a personal Instagram or, or a Twitter that I use just to talk shit to everybody. So if you want me to talk shit to you, mm-hmm. it's at Will Ekisabo. That's W I L L E G U I Z A B A L. And I will talk shit to you, especially if you play video games, because I will fuck you up. Don't forget the uh, TikTok. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we have a TikTok. It's uh, at Film Snob Reviews. All of our interviews go on there and, and stuff. And stuff. And it's, yes. pretty, it's pretty dope. And then my personal TikTok, I don't use. So, um, <laughs> but that's the love song writer. If you, guys want, if you guys really like music, I put music Oh, you should follow, though, day. because I, you, I do see like the stuff, the albums. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should listen to that. Right Today's now. album was Kiss, and I don't like Kiss. Yeah. Oh, there's also some albums that you post, though, where you, like, give a negative review, and I'm like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I have today, so I'm going to listen to it later. Oh, shit. shit. LB. Yeah, yep. we, already know, we already know I'm going to like that. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, follow us all on our social media, and follow Landon Baby Boy, too, because he's... Landon Baby Boy! He's, he's a, a famous he, actor! He's an actor and model. Yeah, I'm doing stuff. He's, he's the hottest stuff. one here. Uh, yeah, find me on Instagram, uh, Landon underscore Munoz, and, uh, yeah... Yeah, follow him because he's that's my baby boy, man. That's my Thanks, guy. Bro. That's my guy. It's Appreciate Scooby. You. It's, it's Shaggy. He's the Shaggy to my uh, Scooby Doo. And I'm Velma. You're maybe. definitely not Velma in this situation. I'm Only one of you has glasses. Oh, oh, true, true, true. Oh. And you're just like Velma. <laughs> I love Velma. Is like my default Halloween oh my costume. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys next time for film snob reviews as well. Later.